problem isn't in my pants. <laughs> Isn't that basically Star Fox's power though to like make you jizz when he talks to you? Yeah, I don't know because there is a. Uh, I mean, we're getting into She-Hulk. There is a part in that slot She-Hulk run where uh, Eros is accused of rape. Wow. Yeah. And it's all like a vicious ploy by Thanos to get people to see him as a rapist. I mean. Why not? Like, destroying half the universe. We can forget that. <laughs> but rape? You, 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 dude, it kind of is like that, though. But rape. Oh. <laughs> that, that makes it so much worse. By <laughs> just saying it that way, like, the act in and of itself is, like, the same, like, equal bad, but, like... Yeah, it's it horrible. It sounds... Horrible. Yeah. <laughs> I want to make a position... <laughs> Very strong on this. We are a hundred percent against rape. Yeah, a hundred percent. But butt rape, so much worse. <laughs> That's like a hundred and one percent. It's like a Dalmatian. Like da- <laughs> I was just thinking Dalmatians. Oh man, should we start this over? Oh <laughs> uh, well, welcome to this issue at Max Men. I'm Tony. I'm Devin. And today we're going to be talking about She-Hulk, uh, issues one, volume, or no, issues four, volume one by Dan Slott, and volume three, uh, issues eight, nine, and ten by Charles Soule. Yeah, we got that Slot and Soul. <laughs> soul Slot? That's, that's a great name for a wrestling tag team. <laughs> Soul slots. Uh, <laughs> you want to start with the Spider-Man? Joey Ryan and Velveteen Dream, which for you that's not funny, but there's somebody yeah. out there who knows that's hilarious. Um, the the interior art on these books are horrible. Yeah, they're not good. The cover art is fantastic, and I just don't understand why. Logistically, I do. It's cheaper for bad art. Well, and there's faster. more, and there's more pages. It's faster, yeah. ergo cheaper. And they're not going to put like, ex- especially at that time, they're not putting the most expensive artist on She-Hulk. But by God, could you get someone who can draw a smooth line? The uh, the art in Tamaki's run is phenomenal. Yeah, uh, and I think it improves later in slots, if I remember correctly. But yeah, it's what we read. Is not great, and Soul's Run is all, all like that. It's, yeah, it's rough. <laughs> um. So yeah, so, we just want to jump right into the yeah She Hulk uh, number four by Dan Slott, who would later go on to be the longest running writer on Spider Man. Huh. So he transitioned from this into Spider Man. Not directly. He uh. I think he started writing Spider-Man in late 2000s, early 2010s, and uh, this he was done by, like, 2006. Because I like what he was doing with Spider-Man in this. Yeah, he's definitely, like, Slot's biggest problem is that he, uh, Slot doesn't write okay storylines. Slot writes amazing stories or shitty stories. Okay. So, for every superior Spider-Man, you get a 
CEO Peter Parker of Parker I Industries. I did love Superior Spider-Man. It was dope. It was so dope. It, I think that's one of the big reasons that Slot is really like, um, I, I'm forgetting the word, but he like really he splits a room on like how people perceive him because mm. everybody I've talked to they either fucking hate Dan Slot or they love Dan Slot. I think how okay so if you're writing uh, something that is just such a long uh, episodic. You can't keep having good ideas. Yeah. Like, the character has to do something slightly mundane or just different because are you literally going to repeat the wheel over and over and over again within your own run? Like, it's probably easy to do if you're taking over something and you go, hey, what did two writers ago do? I could just kind of copy that. And, and that's basically all the X stories, right? There, how many uh, exterminations have there been or extinctions or any X and then a thing? Yeah. They've done it ad nauseum. I'm surprised that we haven't gotten another Messiah complex yet. Like, Yeah, the Messiah's complexes. Yeah. Yeah. They love just, I hate that about Marvel. They just love reusing all Which, their Which, by the way. Stuff. Wouldn't surprise me if that the way in which because we got to talk about X Men a little bit the way in which they're currently going with the Krakoa stuff and they're propping Hope up as the Messiah and uh, Savior and stuff if that doesn't lead into an X Men centric event that's Messiah complex all over again where Hope has a Messiah complex. <laughs> also, I want to point this out, and Justin isn't here for me to yell this at him. Deadpool is on Krakoa. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Deadpool, man, do we just cave and say, all right, fine, he's a mutant at this point? Because they keep shoehorning him in. Because he's extremely mutant adjacent. Mm -hmm. But I think there's like a perception that if you are a mutant, you have to be on the X-Men. And I think that should not be the case. Well, that's what I love about the X-Men right now is that they've drawn a very clear distinction between X-Men and mutant. Like, uh, Krakoan citizen is not an X-Man. And the government of Krakoa, while it's comprised by former X-Men, aren't and and don't represent the X-Men. In fact... Yeah, because X-Men isn't a place. It's a people. (laughs) But... It is, though. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it is. <laughs> That's legitimately the case. But uh, but the the Quiet Council, I like. I loved that when uh, Cyclops and Jean were like, "No, we need X Men again." Uh, how so many of them were like, "Fuck no!" Yeah, <laughs> because it's comprised of so many villains. I think some of the most interesting uh, members of like the X-Men are the ones that aren't in the X-Men a lot. Like I find chamber extremely interesting and almost every time I read him, it's not in an X-Men book. Yeah. So I'm also glad that they did that where there are X-Men books, but really they're just mutant books now. And they've made the distinction that the X-Men is a separate thing and it's a team and there are mutants that are, that comprise that team. And then the rest of the stuff like immortal X-Men should not be called X-Men 
but god damn is it so good yeah. it has nothing to do with the x-men it's all about the quiet council and, and that, i loved every that's issue a big so issue far. with it is that they use the x-men name to sell stuff so there's the brand everything that is a mutant that they're gonna brand as an x-men it just sucks that that is the case yeah uh i think there's so many mutant characters that are so interesting on their own that i would love to see what they are outside of having anything to do with the x-men mm-hmm. but even if you gave them a solo book it's going to be seen as an x-men book but like uh another one of their more interesting characters that you see so like sometimes a good amount outside of x-men books is magic yeah like i i've been seeing her more and more outside x-men stuff and i think that's a great path for her to take because i feel like she's more than being a member of the x-men yeah like, she's currently in the uh, Strange Academy stuff, right? Yeah, she's in that, and she she was in the Savage Avengers. And her armor is dope in that. Like, I like that's one of the things that's kind of disappointing when, like, one writer gets to decide how a character looks in something else. Yeah. But then you read them in the other books, and you're like, why don't, like, get to do the thing? <laughs> like, you're, why, why are your powers so much cooler over here, and now you're over here, and I want you to have, like, similar yeah. powers, and you're not? Oh, um... Another really good example, though, is um, uh, Molly Hayes from Runaways. Yeah. She's a mutant, has almost nothing to do with the X-Men. I think the X-Men show up twice in the Runaways, and uh, she fucking hates Wolverine. Nice. Like, Wolverine. (laughs) She knows knows what goes on. She's from the streets. She's a runaway. Wolverine's hip to his job. That's the thing is Wolverine (laughs) keeps on, like, trying to pick her up and be like, you should be with the X-Men. You should be with your own people. We know how to take care of you better than these fucking teenagers. And she's like, fuck you, you mean short man. (laughs) (laughs) I bet you say that to all the girls. Yeah. That is the part of girls is that she's she's a little girl and like Wolverine's like it's like dude back off of the little girl, but I got a doll and candy. (laughs) So sounds like you're all set to have a good time by yourself. Yeah, peace. But even her, annoyingly, it seems like they tried to back away from her being a mutant because they started saying her parents are uh, scientific experiments that her grandma created. Um, so it's like, did her grandma make them mutants or are they something else and they appear to be mutants? Yeah. So like, that was annoying. Cause it's like, just let them be mutants outside of the X-Men. Yeah. I mean, also with, uh, the way Marvel does mutants, official, like official mutants, it's a whole, it's X-Gene thing. Yeah. Like technically anyone who has had some weird reaction to some chemical and didn't die the way a normal human would, but because they have some weird mutation to their body that allowed them to adapt, like the Hulk, I, like and on our technical standards of the real world, like the Hulk would be a mutant, She-Hulk would be a mutant, Spider-Man would yeah. be a mutant, because there's something with them that allowed them to adapt to something that would have killed them. Otherwise, which would have been a mutation. Yeah, they're just but they don't have mutates, quote unquote X universe. genes. And in the Marvel yeah. universe, that's what makes you a mutant. Is Although I do gene. know Spider Man is close enough that uh, like Sentinels think he is a mutant. Well, life just has a suck for him. Man. Yeah, like that's oh, yeah. the whole uh, that's the whole story. Like. It we'll we'll get into uh, what's kind of cool is like this week Marvel released the uh, issue number one of Spider Man, like a reprint. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I read all the stuff that he's like talking about of Jonah, like him saving John Jameson and Jonah, yeah. like turning that around. And, like, I forgot that was in there. And like two days before I read that, 
I had read the first issue of Spider-Man. So I was like, oh, yeah, I just literally fucking read this thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, but, uh, speaking of slot and uh, I feel like I have to mention this because we were talking about slot and, uh, mutants that they won't let be mutants. Uh-huh. Another thing that people really fucking hate about slot is that he made Franklin Richards, not a mutant. And he's one of the few mutants that weren't an X-Men. Oh, what a dick. Yeah. Uh, there was a whole thing with, uh, Charles Xavier accusing him of like cultural appropriation. Change his name to <laughs> Dick Slot. He's like, you just wanted to be special, so you made yourself into a mutant. But I guess that makes his name vagina or butthole. <laughs> Don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it was a whole Dick side Slot. Thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you really went out there for that. <laughs> I was I was just seeing where the trail went. I I didn't have a destination in mind. <laughs> what are you, Dan Slot, right? <laughs> he is he, he like his um Avenger stuff. Like I do think is like crap. Uh huh. But then he's got like this She Hulk run that I like, and like half of his Spider Man stuff, which he wrote over 150 issues of Spider Man. Some of them yeah. are going to be bad, uh, but. At some point, we're definitely going to cover it. He did Great Lakes Avengers, and it was fucking <laughs> awesome. Is it that it's bad or that it's mundane compared to the good stuff? It's not that it's mundane or bad. It's written well because it's Dan Slott, and he's a good writer. It's just bad storylines. Okay. It's like putting Peter Parker in situations that Peter Parker shouldn't be in. Like packing pickled peppers. Yes. Actually, why arguably, would he, do that? he should be in those situations. <laughs> uh, but God damn it. It's so stupid. <laughs> it is. But, now that's one. That's that's one that maybe I was sitting on. <laughs> like your dick slot. Uh, I am sitting on my bowl. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird that you call your butt oh, a dick slot. Uh, no, no, we just pack that, that those are those. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> but I'd arguably, which I th- I know you like this story, uh, but I I'm not a fan of the Spider Verse stuff because I feel like it doesn't match up with like what Spider Man should be. I feel like he should stick more around street level, and that's like anytime he gets like super cosmic or like mystical, like it kind of loses mm-hmm. me for him. Cause like, like that's, well, Dr. Strange, I like variants. You. Variants are cool because the, you, you get a little taste of like a what if, and then they're gone. So they don't actually ruin the overall plot of the story or, um, or the trials that the character has to go through, but it allows you to see a bunch of possibilities. Yeah. So, and speaking of trials that Spider-Man has to go through, right? Oh, that's <laughs> Sorry, a great segue. Was, yeah, those because we got to get a segue yeah. for me to not interrupt you. <laughs> no, no, no. You're good. You're good. You're good. Uh, Spider-Verse is fantastic, in my opinion. But uh, yeah, I think it's a well-written story. I just don't conceptually like it. Yeah. But speaking of Spider-Verse, Spider-Verse versus Jonah Jameson. Jameson. Yeah. yeah, we're so <laughs> it's a worse good one. at this. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but the other one was. We've been doing this for almost three years. Almost, (laughs) so great at it. (laughs) So anyway, uh, and like fifty people know that. (laughs) So anyway, it's getting better because a couple months ago it was like ten people. Uh, She, uh, what's her face? Uh, She Hulk, (laughs) the person we're talking about. Yeah, she. uh, What's her name? She she, Uh, Hulk. uh, Jennifer. 
Yeah. <laughs> she puts up a spider signal um, that is just like a spotlight with a Sharpie that she did. Yep. And she's looks up like on a, a tick. Yeah. She's on a roof with Pug, and Pug's like, hey, so you think this is really going to get his attention? And she's like, oh, yeah, it will. Also, I thought her tongue was out for some reason <laughs> in that panel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it turns out it's the Sharpie. On a closer inspection, yeah. but in uh, that I think that's one, because like, the art's not fucking good. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Uh, I did see um, people like talking about how shitty Hitler's paintings were and going over like in detail how shitty they were. Mm-hmm. And I'm not defending Hitler, right? Because I know uh, as far as art goes, they're really bad. But I was just looking at them like I could never even get close to how good that is compared <laughs> to like anything I've ever here's, done. Here's the thing. <laughs> Hitler, fine painter. He was fine. People who want to shit on his painting, they just want to shit on Hitler, which is understandable. Yeah. <laughs> go go, go for it. But, you know, like it's objectively fine. And actually, if you kind of appreciated the art, he maybe wouldn't have been a megalomaniacal <laughs> asshole. He seems like he's an okay artist who made horrible decisions with his art. And other places. Because, <laughs> uh, like, I get, like, he put a window so it's, like, going into a staircase. That is not how windows go. But also, just visually, it's not horrible. Right. It's just he's fucking Hitler. And you know what it didn't do? Kill Jews. No. And you know what he did oh, we do? we can't know that. <laughs> that the painting didn't kill Jews? I feel like it had something to do with it. <laughs> Because you hear that all the time, that like, oh, Hitler only did what he did because he got rejected from art school. So, like, in a roundabout way, were Hitler's paintings responsible I'm just, for if what there happened were, in if the there's like, uh, I an, think so. If there's like an Adolf verse, <laughs> there's there's definitely a version of him. Dibs on writing. <laughs> there's definitely a version of him that uh, became a painter and not, you know... Adolf Hitler. If I ever do write Adolf first, I'm using uh, my mom's maiden name as my pen name. Oh, by the way, speaking <laughs> because it's super fucking German. Speaking of shit that like we called dibs on writing and then didn't do the and- many li- wives or the ex wives of OJ Simpson. <laughs> Is that what you're gonna bring up? No, 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 oh. no, no, no. Uh, I was gonna bring, although that's still fantastic. <laughs> I was gonna bring up Cannibal Man. How we've missed the mark. We didn't put out an altruistic cannibal yet. Uh, in time before anyone else because now there's an, actually a show it? there's a show that's Shit. that's coming out where sue? this girl is a fucking cannibal dude she's a cannibal and her dad's just like all right what you did i know you did it you're a good person so you did it for because you had to but you gotta get the fuck out of here because i can't have a cannibal in my house wasn't there already a cannibal show like on the air and then she she meets other cannibals and they're just like eating people like it's a really fucked is it santa santa clarita diet like that i thought that was a vampire thing i think she's like a zombie but she's like a zombie who is a regular person like she looks normal and they, they i thought that was i zombie i think that also is that maybe we just did an idea a bunch of people have done no and- no 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 because their caveats are all zombies this one just seems like it's she's a regular girl well i don't Does know she get superpowers super- though i don't know well it, was just it sounds like she's just a murderer it yeah yeah but, but, but i think we're fine <laughs> but she's the protagonist so she is just eating people. Yeah, but to be fair, like there's a guy. So is Jeffrey Dahmer. Okay, no, no, there is kind of superpowers. They sniffed each other out. 
Like, there's a guy. Who, so she meets a, a boy, like a, a handsome boy that she, like, gets, you know, like, oh, will they, won't they? But you guys can't tell, but Devin's doing like a little shuffle, shuffle. dance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, they won't. They? Like he's Jeff Goldblum in a fucking <laughs> robe. <laughs> but except I'm in a sleepless hoodie. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, the opposite of a robe. But uh, <laughs> it really is. So anyway. So he happens to also be one of those. So they are a thing, but not zombies, because they're alive people. Um, they're just, you know, an, a supernatural thing, it seems like. And then this old white guy sniffs her out from even farther, and he's like, I knew you were here. I sensed you. So they have, like, powers, kind of. Maybe she And then, like, shower. she's, like, at his house, and he just is, like, boiling a foot. <laughs> they, should really, they should really meet The Rock in painting game. <laughs> So we missed. I think we missed the mark on like altruistic cannibal because it it's looks or, like or are cannibals the now big thing? Because it was zombies. Maybe now it's moving towards cannibals. Well, if you want to go super conspiracy, uh, like I said, it's they the, just it's two the, De- Jeffrey Dahmer things just came out in the last few weeks. If if you were if you want to put on your super tinfoil hat, uh, it is. That they're desensitizing you to uh, humans cannibalizing one another so that they can take the poorest of us and grind us down and feed it to the Soil rest. Green. Yeah. 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 I don't mean to sound happy when I say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Which I don't know if that's the case because that wasn't our intention with Cannibal Man. We no. just thought that was funny. <laughs> yeah. So who knows? But it's a it's a greenlit TV show that's gonna air somewhere. I, I forget on as what. As long as they don't take the name Cannibal Man, I think we're all right. I think, but we've said it enough times <laughs> that I think someone's gonna that in the next week or so. <laughs> uh, yeah. Also, um, Pug. So Pug, he's kind of drawn like uh like this is a hard segue. <laughs> I know, yeah. but Pug is drawn like every man in um. Uh, uh, House of M. House of M, yeah, but is. with the mumps. Yeah. <laughs> like, his chin is just fucking quagmire I call him Balthazar. <laughs> it's like if if Quagmire was in House of M, it's what Pug looks like. Uh, so Spider-Man shows up, and he's like, so what's up? Why'd you bring me? Uh, and they're like, hey, we have this great idea. What if you sued J. Jonah Jameson? Because Pug... Feels like uh, he owes a debt to Spider-Man because Spider-Man had saved his life. Yeah, I think that happened, if I remember correctly, it happened either one or two issues before this. Like, okay. Spider-Man saves him, so he's like, I gotta find a way to help Spider-Man because he helped me. Yeah, and his public in- image is super tarnished because of the Daily Bugle. Yeah. So he's like, oh, what if I help him with this? And so the lawsuit begins. Uh and so J. Jonah Jameson is having a fuss in his office, as he's wont to do. And, kind of his main thing. Yeah. And uh, a secretary lets in Clint Eastwood because, of course, Clint Eastwood would want to visit J. Jonah Jameson to get his autograph. Yeah. A young Clint Eastwood, too. Well. <laughs> Compared to how old he was Oddly then. enough. Uh, I think when this book came out, he was like 70. A young Clint Eastwood kind of still looked like an old Clint Eastwood. Fair. <laughs> it's just, you know, those older whites and cigarettes. 
it it, it does that I'm to you. I'm trying to quit. <laughs> <laughs> also, Elder White sound like they'd be in Skyrim. <laughs> An Elder White, yeah. <laughs> like it's a type of dragon. Oh, Grand Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're thinking of wizards. <laughs> no, no, no. They're they're dragons too. Yeah, they do have dragons too. Yeah, they have dragons and wizards and knights. Did they're I, fucking dorks, dude. I sent you that video. That's it's a dude. He's like, the one thing about um, being a uh, white in a black neighborhood. And he's like outside next to a basketball court. Uh-huh. He's like, one thing about being white in a black neighborhood is it's so hard to get on a game of pickup basketball they like they think you're bad they don't want to let you in and oh shit somebody uh somebody's coming out i gotta sub in and he fucking puts on a clan hood (laughs) 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 he's got he's got another video where uh they're playing uh uh that song by jay-z and uh kanye west everybody knows what song i'm talking about yeah and he's like siri what's the name of the song uh, or no, he's like singing along to it, and he like stops, and uh, yeah. he calls up a number to try to get an N word pass. Oh yeah, <laughs> and, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, I um, I want to use it for this song, and he's like, are you using this for um for bad means? He's like, not this time, <laughs> not this time. <laughs> and he's like, all right, well, you've been approved for one, and he's like, he like puts his phone down. And he's like, all right, guys, I got it. Let's go. <laughs> oh man. So anyway. Uh, Peter Parker in his apartment with Mary Jane is j- jumping with joy and shooting webs all over the place, uh, all skeet, skeet, skeet style. Yeah. Uh, and she even like has one eye caught closed, like, ah, you got me in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing Dan Slot too, that was on purpose. <laughs> um, so he's all flipping thwip- around, and he's like, "It's this is great. We're going to get so much money because... J. Jonah Jameson's finally going to have to, you know, suffer the wrath of civil court and apologize, and he's definitely going down. And uh, Mary Jane points out, hey, wouldn't the check go out to Spider-Man, Peter Parker? We good? Mm. Uh, so he's like, oh, yeah, that's a good point. I guess I'll just, like, donate it to charity or some stuff. Yeah, because I was thinking that that, like... There's a storyline in the issue that they reference of him saving John Jameson where he can't make money because he won't give them their name. And he's like, make the check out to Spider-Man. So he goes to the bank, dressed as Spider-Man with a check out to Spider-Man. And they're like, we can't fucking cash this for you. Like, anybody can dress like Spider-Man. He, you think he should be able to prove that he's Spider-Man, though? Like, you know, flip and spit flip and stick to a wall. Yeah, but this is issue number one, Devin. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, he uh, he's like, all right, yeah, that's a good point. And then cut to Pug going to Jen's house because he has a crush on her. And he's all like, I'm going to ask her out. And I'm going to ask her out like this. And it's going to be, oh, she's a Hulk right now and a super emasculating because, like, we're supposed to go work out. And she's going to – I'm not going to look good compared to her. Like, I want her to see me be manly and strong. And yeah. she's going to – blow through these workouts like they're nothing and this series is where like if you're watching the show a lot of the um like jen prefers she hulk over jen and like a lot of people preferring she hulk more Uh uh-huh this is where that comes from is that like there's a whole thing in this series of like her staying she hulk because she likes she hulk more than jen i would like to get into all that stuff but then that will detract from getting through the story 
So could we circle back to that stuff? Because okay. it just occurred to okay. Uh, is it the look yeah. on your face was super serious? No, no, I just mean like, like I'll kill you. If <laughs> no, 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 I just don't want to segue into the show because I do want to talk about the show a bit. Yeah. But like you know, uh, so anyway, she's like doing like leg presses of mass amounts of weights with just like her toes, like it's nothing. Also, by the way, as someone who does leg presses, this is actually really easy. This is really, really easy. I know that. So when, that's not like the best. I know that when we were working out, I was doing like 400 pound leg presses and it wasn't like insane. Yeah. Well, I also mean that leg presses are harder the more you let it pull back on you and go yeah. forward. And it looks like she's with one leg just like t- towing it. And it's like, that's actually the easy part. If your legs are already mm-hmm. extended to just push it a little bit further and then back. There are specific exercises, though, where I've worked out with trainers where they had me, like, do that to try to, like, help with leg issues. Yeah, no, I'm not saying it's an illegitimate workout. I'm just saying they're trying to portray her as being incredibly strong, and it's like, oh, that's, like, the, you know, the worst one. That's, like, that. yeah, that's the easiest one to do that way. Also, illegitimate workout, my favorite Beastie Boys album. <laughs> illegitimate workout. It just sounds like it would be one. <laughs> And meanwhile, Pug's doing something that's actually kind of hard. And House of M. (laughs) And so, yeah. But it looks like he's doing so much less than her. And he's, like, a little emasculated by it. And, well, you know what? Actually, when they pan out, that is a lot of fucking weight (laughs) on that machine. The reason I – and we will get into the show stuff. But the reason I brought it up before was that Pug's – one of Pug's thing is that he, like – he likes Jen – and, like, She-Hulk comes with that, so he kind of likes She-Hulk. And then she gets into a relationship with John Jameson. John Jameson likes Jen, but he does not like She-Hulk. Oh. Um. Also, there's some blockheaded karate dude in the background. I don't know who that is, but he's there. Um, He's awesome, Andy. If, oh. if it's the right person, I'm thinking we uh, show it to me because I don't have my... Uh, he just looks like I a don't brick. Think he... He's like a brick head. Yeah. That's awesome, Andy. He's the best. Uh, okay. He has no words. He has a chalkboard that he uses to talk to people. And no matter how fast the scene is, it always just says what he wants to say. So it's like unreasonably fast. Huh. Like it's just his thoughts going onto this fucking chalkboard. Oh, maybe it's like part of his power. Yeah, and he ends up dating uh, Mallory Brooke, who, or Book, not Brooke, who is uh, the uh, lawyer that She Hulk works with and they don't really like each other on oh, the TV okay. show. Uh, she's in this series too, but she's a white lady. Gotcha. Uh, so meanwhile, Scorpion's like two birds, one stone, Spider-Man and J. Jonah Jameson are going to be in the same place at the same time, like sitting ducks when really they're clucking chickens. We'll get to that, but (laughs) like sitting ducks and I'm going to take them out. And, uh, the guy he's talking to is like, uh, are you sure about that? Cause they're going to be in a courtroom doing court stuff surrounded by security and police very public like this is a dumb idea yeah. right you know how ideals are good ones this isn't one of those <laughs> and he's like come on man they're responsible for killing your dad don't you want to give me some of those spider murder bots to help out and he's like all right yeah. since you put it that way and then yeah spider slayers yeah for those who don't know that was me. I'm one of the, those they don't know. Yeah. I couldn't think You're of You're one of them. <laughs> I'm one of them. <laughs> <laughs> so then they uh, they have court, and Pug's like, all right, now I'm going to ask her because she's Jen now. 
and I can be like, hey, do you want to get dinner after this? And then before you can do that, John Jameson, Jameson Jingleheimer Schmidt walks in. Rude. Well, his name is my name, too. He's an alien. God damn it. <laughs> so, I don't know how rude that is. You fucking set me up, you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> so, anyway. <laughs> she starts flirting with him, totally kind of shuts Pug down uh, without her realizing, like, what for. Also, she kind of looks like Meg from uh, Supernatural. A little bit. A little bit. Little, this, the rounded chin. Um, so he to goes fair, on. Everybody stand. in this kind of looks like Meg from Supernatural. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, they have him go up, take the stand, and they're like, hey, so that stuff your dad said about Spider Man, that wasn't true, right? He actually saved you. And he's like, yeah, that's actually true. He actually saved me. And then my dad just, you know, a dick. <laughs> they're like, all right, thanks. And a lot of that happens. Police officer goes up and he's like, yeah, uh, right off the bat, like, Jameson was trying to spin this into, like, like t- trying to get us to arrest Spider-Man. And we're like, he helped us. He's a good guy, this spider guy. Yeah. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. <laughs> he's a good guy. A good guy. <laughs> he's a good guy. He's a guy. We just, you know. Uh, pizza pie. <laughs> we... <laughs> He looks more Polish than anything, really. (laughs) Giving him, like, this weird, like, Italian thing. Uh, So, anyway. uh, They then have... uh, Fuck, what's her name? Uh, The Brant chick? I forget her first name. Uh, Betty Brant. Betty Brant. They have her on the stand, and they're like, Hey, so isn't it true that, like, Jameson had you write lies and, and make up stuff? And she's like, I don't remember. And he's like, Ha, I read your file. You have a photographic memory, so yes, you do. Don't lie, you're in court. And she's like, all right, fine, yeah. Uh, anybody who doesn't know who Betty Brant is, if you've seen the current Spider-Man movies, she's the girl who was uh, dating Ned and who does the like uh, the news program at the school. And if you've seen the old Spider-Man movies, she's Jonah's uh, receptionist. Yeah. So completely forget for for <laughs> uh, completely forgettable in both of them. I I mean I recall them as you said it, but like they Your don't matter. becomes hobgoblin, hobble goblin, <laughs> and that's a Ned Leeds. Yeah, but we both know that Ned Leeds is more ganky right now. So yeah, he's not going to be. He's not going to be the hobgoblin. Hobba my goblin, unless he shows up all bald like he is. Yeah, he could end up being the slob on my noblin. Ill. Um, so anyway, they're like, anyway, where's the spider guy? And Spider-Man flips in and he grabs a book and he's like, all right, I'm ready for this. And then they're like, how do we even know you're Spider-Man? And he's like, well, I mean, I spidered in here, didn't I? Yeah. And then I take <laughs> yeah, issue with this. but where's the man? I take issue with this, that he's, uh, Pug's like, I have here an Avenger scanner that goes to a federal database that knows that this is Spider-Man. He's like, no, there's not. There was a whole civil war about this. Not yet. Huh? Not yet. This book came out in 2004. No, that's my point. Is that there was a whole civil war about this. So it didn't already exist. Because if it already existed, there wouldn't have been a war about it. I don't think it knows Spider-Man as Peter Parker. It just can identify who is Spider-Man. It's Peter Parker. Anyway, so... I know that. (laughs) (laughs) I I was breaking it to you in case you didn't know. I've... I've hey, read, man, I didn't know who Betty Brant was. I've read like 500 issues of Spider-Man. 
So <laughs> I think I got it by now. <laughs> so anyway, uh, they're talking to Spider-Man and he's like, so, hey, he lied to you this about you, right? And he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, he's like, so what do you think uh, Jameson has it in for you for? And he's like, well, really? And I, what I think is that he hates me because I'm black. And then right away. Uh, Jameson's like, I yeah. had no idea. Yeah, I, some have of black I have friends. black friends. And <laughs> and he some catches of my... himself. He's like, some of my best friends are. Uh, yeah, my uh, favorite uh, co- coffee is black. I yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I hired a Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hired a Robbie. <laughs> and <laughs> underpaid him. Uh, and then he's like, oh, yeah, I'm kidding. And everyone's laughing. Uh, uh, there's a, the newest issue of Spider-Man as of recording this. Uh, speaking of like Robbie. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know how uh, in the X-Men and... Inhuman or not Inhumans, X Men, uh, Avengers, and Eternals books. How like there's a judgment all over the world. Yeah. So Jonah spends that time just calling everybody and apologizing to them, <laughs> like aggressively apologizing. Really? Yeah. And he's like, "Hey, uh, Robbie, for all those times, like all those years, I underpaid you. Like I'm so sorry. You deserve to be paid more." And like Peter stops by and he's like, "Peter, my boy, like I for all that stuff about like Spider Man that I did, uh, my bad, like." <laughs> I need a pick. I didn't know there was a Spider-Man tie-in. It's not a tie-in. It's a issue. Of, it's just an issue of Spider-Man. It, like it continues with the Spider-Man storyline, but it's a tie-in. But that's what my point. It's is. not is like a is... number one Avengers okay. versus uh, X-Men versus Inhumans Spider-Man tie-in. It's okay. just Spider-Man issue ten. Well, that would have been nice to know because they did an Avengers tie-in that was just Hawkeye. It was a Hawkeye story. It and was I liked really it. fucking good. Too. I liked that Hawkeye story. Yeah, then you should definitely pick up uh, that Spider-Man issue. It was really good. Um. So anyway, the uh, Jameson's lawyer comes up and he's like, "Hey, Spider-Man, that was real funny. You're a real funny guy. Isn't it also true? A gabagool. <laughs> isn't it also true that this guy might be Italian? Who knows? Uh, that you played many a prank on Jameson." Webbing his butt to chairs and what have you. And Spider-Man's like, yeah, but, you know, he was saying mean things about me. Can we go back real quick? Huh? His name is, uh, like, what, Puglese or Puglioni? Or he's definitely fucking Italian. Puglese. No, 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 but this is the other guy's. (laughs) Oh, all right. Yeah. I was about to say, he's definitely, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. I don't don't have the, you guys can't see, I don't have the story loaded in front of me because we don't have Wi-Fi here. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) So... A way to just like fucking subliminally call me out for being broke, dude. <laughs> he doesn't have Wi-Fi in this office. Fuck this dude. Yeah, in the office that Devin pays for, <laughs> um, he doesn't pay more for Wi-Fi. So you know he's broke because he pays for an office without Wi-Fi. Without Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, you broke bitch. <laughs> How else am I supposed to afford this record player in these records? How do I reach these keys? <laughs> My vast collection of two records. I can't afford <laughs> Wi-Fi and this. Yeah, which I don't know if you've, <laughs> you've played more than twice. Oh, I've played plenty of times. Oh. Uh, so anyway. And just so everybody knows, one of those is just the Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome mix volume one. So many great songs. You don't even have volume two. I don't. No, the other one's an Amy Whitehouse <laughs> record that I've had forever. I legitimately I would have assumed Nora Jones, but <laughs> so anyway. Uh you know, who's that one chick that everyone's like fucking crazy about that one song from uh uh Stranger Things? 
Oh, like if uh, I just Kate had Bush. A, yeah, if I just had a Kate Bush album. <laughs> oh, I'm so. And not that it's a bad song. I'm so tired of it just being everywhere for no reason. Yeah. Uh, but like, oh, here's my video that has absolutely nothing to do with Stranger Things. It's like me walking around a fucking mall. You it's know, like you're not even running, and there's no hill. You're just walking around a fucking mall. Why are you playing running up that hill? You know what? It's also uh, not a great song. I don't think it's um, it's it's mid. It's it's a mid song, as you would say. It's the yeah. kids these days, and what you what have you. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Spider Man's like, well, how else was I supposed to, you know, you know, I had no recourse. He was lying about me. So he gets Web under the butt on his seat. Yeah, on his dick slot. <laughs> on his dick slot. <laughs> it's closed for business. It's all, it's all gummed up with webs. <laughs> Ladies. Um, but then he implicates, like, you also were involved in the deaths of one Captain Stacy and his daughter. Isn't that correct? And he's like, hey, how about you shut up now, man? That's not cool. Uh, and so they're like, all right, well, so much for that day. We're, we're going to come in on another day. Also, there's speed mail for some reason. Because she works at a superhero law firm, so they use, like, uh, superhumans that aren't, like, strong mm-hmm. enough to fight crime or, like, don't want to fight crime. They use them for, like, they give them jobs. So they use her super speed to deliver mail. They have that guy who, like, can transform right. other people. They use him as a process server. Right. So the super speed chick, uh, she shows up and hands uh, an urgent message to say, hey, Scorpion's on his way, rampaging through to, you know, kill old Spider-Man and J. Jonah Jameson, which is weird that, um, yeah, why does a villain who keeps getting beat by Spider-Man think that, oh, now because I know where he is, I totally will win this time? Uh, I think it's more just that Spider-Man and Jonah are there. I think he always thinks he's going to win this time. I don't but think never that's any does. Different. No, it's like, what did you do to make yourself but better? Craven from did the last that time? one time, so maybe somebody else might. <laughs> it's like two out of ten times yeah. I totally have this guy, and we fought seven, so I'm due <laughs> for a win. Yeah. I'm due for two. <laughs> so my odds are actually really good now. Yeah, I, now it's like two out of three. <laughs> so anyway, um, <laughs> Spider Man is like, all right, well, I gotta leave this uh, and handle that, and then, um, She Hulk like pulls a fast one on Pug and is like, you handle this, dude, because oh, that was another thing is that Pug wanted her to take the lead chair because she uh, he thought she was a better lawyer, and she's like, I know you actually got this in the bag, dude, so um, you're actually gonna do this. I have a conflict of interest, so you got to take first chair. John Jameson asks her out. Yeah. And she's like, oh, well, I'm going on a date with somebody that we're examining. So, you know, you have to take the lead on this, which, like, was her whole plan because Pug's got a whole thing of, like, he's an extremely good lawyer and uh, is, yeah, has a lot of self-doubt. And, like, I brought it up to you before that, like, it's one of his things that he's constantly underestimated, but he's usually one of the smartest people in the room. And so she's like, you're doing a great job, dude. You got this. I'm going to go She-Hulk it out and stop a scorpion guy because this is the clown world we live in. Uh, Fun fact, though, about this run and Pug and the whole Marvel Universe, uh, Marvel Comics exists as an entity, Mm -hmm. as, like, just true life stories that have happened to heroes. 
Hmm. So they're admissible in court because they're just real events that were documented. Yeah. Yeah. Documented. So you can use those and like, it's actually like they're kept at like government facilities. Like, so when they need to like reference, uh, and like uh, they're kept at that law firm too, like to like reference uh, legal stuff. They literally they go into go, like yeah. issue sixty five of the Amazing Spider Man. Like this is actually what happened that day. Yeah, or like, yeah. Uh, hey, like we know that you have this power set, and you said you didn't, you couldn't do that. That's a funny idea. Yeah, yeah. and it's like She Hulk uh, was in the run before this. They really leaned into her breaking the fourth wall, and Dan Slott did that as a way to like kind of subtly break the fourth wall mm-hmm. while still making it more just Within about the, the story. Yeah. yeah. So she's not like directly looking at the camera and being like, mm-hmm. Oh, like, can you believe this situation I'm in? But they're like, you see everything, everything you guys read in the universe, like it's right here. They can reference, like she can, uh, she can like go through what happened last issue and find mm-hmm. out what, like what the fuck's actually going on. So what currently the fuck is going on is Scorpion is wreaking havoc with a bunch of tiny spider slayer bots that, you know, are also spiders. So, like, that's a weird, like, like juxtaposition of branding. Well, who says that they're spider slayers? Maybe they're spider slayers. Like, maybe they're not. Oh, spider hyphen slayer. Yeah. So they there are slayers that are also. It's like Black Panther isn't a panther that blacks. He's black and he's a panther. <laughs> no, I want to see a panther that blacks. <laughs> I like got halfway through that sentence. I'm like, where am I going with this? What does a panther that blacks look like? Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's funny. This is a funny concept. <laughs> Sometimes I just say words and I hope it works out. <laughs> so anyway. And I think that time it really did. <clears throat> So they bring Jonah to the stand, and Jonah's like, Spider-Man sucks, man. Don't you get it? And his lawyer's like, I do get that. I do. There's no reason for me to not get that as your lawyer. (laughs) Oh, man. And then uh, Pug really just starts to ream in on uh, Jameson, where he's like, isn't it true that uh, more villain? Because Jameson's argument was, there were no supervillains until Spider-Man came around. Which is and, not true. And then... Uh, there was the fucking moment. <laughs> there was a, a plenty of things. Yeah, there were a lot of... Uh, Fantastic Four had a couple issues out by then. There was the Red Skull. Yeah. He, the fucking <laughs> and Hydra. There's a whole fucking uh, universe of Invaders comics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, anyway, he's like... Oh, Pog is like, okay, well, it's funny you say that because didn't you actually create... All of these villains, including the Scorpion, who's on his yeah. way to kill you right now, that Spider-Man is saving you from, and he's like, "Yeah, kind of." Yeah. And I he guess, funded the, sort of. uh, the Spider Slayers. Yeah, and, yeah. And then he starts to implicate Peter Parker too, of yeah. like, "And isn't it true that you hire this person and this person and this person and Peter Parker?" Yeah. Who, like Robbie, uh, Robbie grew up with Tombstone and yeah, Betty Brant. Like, I I forgot what he mentioned for Betty Brant, but like also, which wasn't mentioned as Ned Leeds became yeah she was married to Ned Leeds and he became the Hobble Goblin uh so like everybody who works at the Bugle uh also I think Ben Ulrich's nephew uh I don't know if this happened yet but Ben Ulrich's nephew becomes the Hobgoblin as well so it's like everybody who has something to do with 
uh, with the Daily Bugle yeah. has something to do with supervillains. And and his example, which is kind of funny because it's like, why would it be his responsibility? But his example of Peter Parker was he was almost Doc Ock's nephew, wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nephew-in-law. I was like, ah, it's a stretch, isn't it? Uh, he but was. <laughs> he was. He was fucking. Which, which. I didn't know Aunt May was Japanese, but. <laughs> which makes me think uh, back of uh, to the beginning that we glossed over when they first brought up like, hey, we want to help you in a lawsuit. And he's like, who are we suing? Doc Ock for sexual harassment? <laughs> it's like, oh, that's why. Yeah. Uh, and then I think he said one for uh, electro assault with a battery. That was yeah. fun. <laughs> Don't sound convinced. But... It was. It was fun. <laughs> uh, there was another one. I forget it. So... Anyway, they're fighting Scorpion. Scorpion's like, I'm going to fucking kill you guys, and I want you all to pay. And he uh, he actually gets a good shot in on Spider-Man. And Jen's like, hey, you stupid. How about you stop? Because Jameson's actually going to be hurt. He's going to be out millions yeah. of dollars, and that would hurt him more than death. Yeah. They're suing him for $300 million. Yeah. And he's going to lose. Yeah. So how Which about you fucking chill? I don't think chill? has that much. No. Uh, He's and a then, newspaper editor in 2004. And then uh, Spider-Man definitely looked at She-Hulk's crotch here, where he swings between her legs and then does an upkick in uh, Scorpion's jaw. And they beat Scorpion, and she's like, that's right. <laughs> that just reminded me. You though. saw my stuff? There's a, a, I can't remember who it is, but it's some mind reader that Spider-Man is like helping in a fight. Uh-huh. And she's like, hey, uh, like after the fight, she's like, hey, I appreciate you like just treating me like a human and not thinking about like having sex with me. And he's like, she's like, but, you know, now you are like, he's, she's like, you're still doing it. And he's like, well, you keep talking about it. Like, so I yeah. can't stop thinking about it. That's funny. <clears throat> anyway, so Peter Parker's at um, at a diner and MJ walks in. And he's like, hey, this is going great. Jameson's gonna fucking get it, dude. Yeah, we got him on the road. So much money's to yeah, be had. We made him think he was racist. And then she's all like, "Hey, you got mustard on you." And he's like, "I don't got mustard on me." Spider sense. Whoa, what's happening? And then it's like, "Haha, I'm not your girlfriend. I'm the guy serving you, so that you you're you're being called into court, guy." <laughs> A summons. <laughs> uh, so then he's in court and he's like, "Okay, hey, whoa." This is crazy. I definitely wasn't just here. <laughs> it's also kind of funny that, like, it seems like it's all happening in a day where they're just like, all right, go get me this guy. <laughs> yeah, go to court right now. <laughs> right now. <laughs> uh, so Pug starts questioning him. And he's like, hey, isn't it true that you fake your photos with Spider-Man? he's like, whoa, whoa, guy, come on. I mean, sometimes. but And isn't it true that you dressed up as Spider-Man sometimes? And he's like, yeah, but I mean, that was like, and isn't it true that like all these negative things that like are associated with Jonah by way of Peter Parker for Spider-Man? And he's like, okay, yeah, you're getting me on some of these. And so he's implicated <laughs> as part of the parties being sued yeah. that are going to owe. So he's going to in part owe himself money that he then can't cash because you can't write a check out to yeah. Spider-Man. So when he realizes this, he, as Spider-Man, goes to them and he's like, hey, I want to settle. I'm done. We don't need to do this. And they're yeah. like, but you're going to win $300 million. He's like, settle. I don't want any of it. 
<laughs> so he makes his terms to be that Parker and Jameson have to dress up. As and this chickens. is that call forward as chickens. So the two chickens, not ducks. And that they need to spend a whole day apologizing. And uh, and I also love that the body language here is like he knows that he has to do this too. Yeah. So he that he's punishing himself. So he's like disgruntly making these see, demands. I felt like he included himself so that he could see Jonah have to go through it. Sure, he has a blast with it. Yeah. But at the same time, he is dressed up as a chicken apologizing for himself. Yeah. Um. Yeah, which one of them <laughs> was uh, extra, extra, Daily Bugle clucks up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's great. Uh, he, he has a lot of great puns. <laughs> the yolks on us. Yeah, yeah. read all about it. <laughs> and Jameson's like, hey, fucking don't tell anyone who I am in here. This is supposed to be a secret. Yeah. And then he gets pissed off and he's like, oh, your law firm hasn't heard the last of me or my name isn't J. Jonah Jameson. So he's like, you know, he ruins it, which I like. I like it's yeah. like a, I like the story of this of just being like lighthearted. And it, you could see that like slot even this early really wanted to write Spider-Man. Like, yeah. He had an exact idea of like who Spider-Man was to him, and he wanted to write it. It was good. I liked it. Yeah. The art, though, yeah, art left, wasn't the best. Left I knew a lot to be desired. That, that story, uh, especially Spider-Man saying he was black, and that's why Jonah hated him. Now, oddly enough, I feel like this next part, these next three issues, we can go by pretty quick because it, I feel like it's a lot of nothing that like. So Captain America is getting sued. Yeah. So a guy is about to die, uh, and on his deathbed, he gives a weird like accusation confession type thing. So that's taken very seriously in California, and it's against Captain America. It's incriminating him for um, wrongful death. Yeah. Um. So that not that he killed somebody, but that his actions caused someone they're, to die. They're suing Captain America for back wages that. Uh, that the victim who got murdered would have earned as a doctor. Yeah. Uh, but, like, never had the chance to. So, like, Captain America owes his family the money for that. Yeah. It's important to mention before we get into the story that uh, this is written by Charles Soule, who is a lawyer mm -hmm. and is writing two lawyer characters. So, if anybody's ever known what they're talking about with She-Hulk and with Matt Murdock, it's this guy. Yeah. So... But what I mean by, like, what we can gloss over is that there's a lot of just, you know, banter back yeah. and forth with characters that don't really matter. Uh, they just fill the pages. Um, so, overall, Captain America shows up, and everyone's astonished both that, oh, my God, it's Captain America, and oh, my God, he's super old. So, at this time, point in time, he's become napped in America. Yeah. Um, and everyone's concerned about, really, especially Jen, is his legacy. It's like, you know... Who knows how much longer you're going to live? You're in your 90s now, and you actually look it. And the one problem I had with that scene is he's like, Jen, I've always been in my 90s. No, you haven't. <laughs> Nobody's born in their 90s. Yeah. You've been in your 90s for the last few years, true, and haven't looked it, but you were always 90. <laughs> he's all, he, we're all always 90. Metaphorically speaking. speaking. Yeah. So anyway, he, uh, 
she, what she's concerned about is legacy because this could tarnish how people think of all the great things Captain America has done. And it's like, no, it won't. He still has yet to become the bigot that, you know, hates mutants. <laughs> Which is, uh, actually, this is right after that. Oh, never mind. <laughs> this is, so that was 2012, right? That was this so. Act, so actually, he did, and they're like, "Yeah, that's not one of the issues." Yeah, this is like right before <laughs> Secret Wars. Yeah, this. Okay, yeah. So it's like, oh no, that stuff with the mutants. That totally didn't do it. I do like too that in uh, Matt, like one of Matt Murdock's arguments is like, you guys can convict him of whatever. Like his legacy won't be affected at all. <laughs> 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 so so anyway uh that's jen's big concern is that you know this matters because this is how people will think of him it, it'd be the most recent thing before yeah. he passes away it'll be the last thing he does yeah and so she uh has to go to california to represent him and there's a whole thing about not being able to just be a lawyer in a different place uh without having some other firm like represent her that's based there which i guess is one of those technical things that this guy would know yeah and this is also the point when mark uh mark wade was writing daredevil so he was in california practicing law yeah because this is all after the shadowland stuff and yeah. whatnot also another reason i mean i picked these two stories for like the obvious reason that we like we needed something by slot because this runs like so iconic and this one like sets up matt murdoch versus jennifer yeah. walters but specifically, I wanted you to read them for uh, suing Jonah yeah. and like that scene, and for Matt Rocks. Matt Rocks was so great. <laughs> and he he was barely so in great. it. He's barely he's awesome. in it, but he's so great. So uh, Jen calls up Matt because he's in California, and she's like, "Hey, Not Matt Rocks, Matt Murdoch." Yeah, Matt Murdoch. Yeah. Um, so she calls up uh, Matt Murdoch, and she's like, "Hey." I actually got this case I got to do out there. Do you mind uh, letting your firm represent me so that I can do that? And he's like, yeah, yeah sure, no problem, I'm, as long as there's no conflict of interest. And he's like, what's the case? And she's like, yeah, well, actually, I'm yeah, she's like, representing Captain America, Get dude. this, some jackass <laughs> is Captain America. Can you believe that? Yeah, it's fucking wild, right? And he's like, have a good day, Jen. Yeah, bye. <laughs> Wish I could help. <laughs> So she's like, oh, that's fucking weird. All right. So uh, she gets help from someone else, and it turns out that it is uh, Matt Rocks. Yep. Uh, because he does. <laughs> <laughs> Which I love that line. It's, he's he's a dupe of Jamie Mad, uh, Madroxes. Yeah. And uh, who's turned himself Filipino for some reason? Oh, he's he's uh he's like a Jersey douche. Even though yeah. they're in California, he's like. Obviously, spray tanned himself yeah. really dark, and uh, <laughs> uh, like in the story that because uh, I guess before this, I, I haven't read the story, but I guess Jamie absorbs like all of his dupes. Yeah, I think it's like from the fallout of uh, from what's its face from uh, the uh, when he goes back in time. Yeah, and gets like the mutant tattoo. Yeah, it's like all that stuff with like Lila Miller, because Lila Miller was like the chick who recognized the world wasn't yeah. right. Who he meets as a child. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird thing. But uh, who? Yeah, he's now like married yeah. to, and they're on a farm. Yeah, and they ask Matt Rocks, they're like, "If you're a dupe of Jamie's, like, I thought he reabsorbed all of you guys. Like, what are you still doing here?" And he's like. Well, I make all of his money. Farmers so, don't make money. Yeah. He's <laughs> so. like, I send him half the money I make, and he lets me be alive. Yeah. It's a pretty sweet deal we have <laughs> Yeah. 
Uh, and then he gives them assistance, <laughs> which look like fucking uh, super uh, brainwashed Mormons. <laughs> and he's because they're dupes of Matt Rocks, who yeah. is a dupe of Jamie. Yeah, so like they're copies of a copy, so they're not smart, yeah. but they, you know they can get you coffee and whatnot. They might get the order wrong, but yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, again, the art is not good. It's in this. not good. But they get to work, and she's stressing about it because of again, it's you know the legacy of Captain America, and so that's such a huge weight. Uh, I like how they just threw in a shot of her naked studying at night. So, like, why not? Uh, and then she gets in the court. She's like, all right, we're going to do this. And bam, Matt Murdock. And she's like, oh, that's why. Never had occurred to me. That, that <laughs> like, I thought you would just be a dick all of a sudden. Yeah. And be like, yeah, I can help you. Psych. <laughs> like... Maybe Matt Murdock stuck in the '90s is really a fan of the what, the psych jokes. You think this would be um, in universe? Like, I mean, I guess they like change a lot of stuff, so maybe that's why it's not referenced more. But like, everybody knew that Matt Murdock was Daredevil at this point, so a Daredevil against She-Hulk trial for Captain America should have been like a huge thing, at least for like the amount of time that people knew that Matt Murdock was Daredevil. Yeah, that's weird. Like, you'd think this would be a huge thing in general, in comics. Yeah. Like, they made a big deal about two gay dudes getting married. And that's just like, okay. I mean, that's just in an X-book. Like, there were, like, so much promotional shit yeah. for that. And it's like, these are your two lawyer characters duking it out in the courtroom. Yeah. Also, what? the two biggest sluts in the Marvel Universe. Yeah, <laughs> that is true. Cause I and I and that is canon in the MCU. <laughs> yeah, and I want to like put it out there that Matt Murdock is number one. Matt Murdock is the biggest slut in Marvel. <laughs> yeah, uh, and it's partially not his fault because Bullseye keeps killing all of his girlfriends, so he's got to get another. But yeah, he, he <laughs> falls in love real fucking fast. He's a love slut. <laughs> <laughs> he's a love slut. Yeah. Uh, and he keeps on slutting. He shouldn't or loving. He shouldn't date people because they all get murdered by bullseye. <laughs> like, he really one should. Of, one of the funniest memes I've ever seen is uh, it says Matt Mur- Murdock getting a new girlfriend, and then bullseye. And it's a scene from Hot Fuzz when uh, when uh, Nick Frost is cocking his gun. He's like, shame. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna say it's the one where the guy's like behind a tree and he's like doing this. <laughs> no. <laughs> That would work, Because <laughs> that would work, That too, would yeah. totally work. <laughs> so, anyway. Uh, rubbing his hands together. I just realized. I was on yeah, the microphone. Yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the guy rubbing his hands together behind the tree. Yeah, the dude who slightly looks like Anthony Anderson. Yeah. So, uh, anyway. Matt Murdock, he sets up the exposition of explaining what's even happening that typically this would be hearsay and also outside of the statute of limitations, but because it's a deathbed confession slash accusation, it's taken more seriously. And because the family didn't actually know until a week ago, it's now prevalent. It's not as if it been past two years since they've known. There's a scene before this where Jen is going through like the paperwork that's sent to her. Yeah. And she's like, holy shit. Cause she doesn't know it's Matt Murdock yet. Yeah. She's like, holy shit. Every argument that I could pull, he already has a counter for mm-hmm. like, 
the like it should be against statute of limitations the family just found out though so they can still sue and like it doesn't matter yeah like everything she could possibly do he's already like cut her off and also every technical out that she can think of uh captain america's like no i want you i want this to play out in court stop it no 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 technicalities i believe in you we can win and it's like looking harder and harder just like how dude yeah (laughs) also she looks slightly like michael jackson in this panel right here (laughs) where they cover her mouth as she's like watching daredevil so uh yeah so he gives all this exposition of what the case is even based on and then has the police officer that took the account of the uh accusing family like of of that person um as he died. So he gives the account that, you know, the guy was living his life during like the world war two era, but before the U S got involved, this is 1940. And he's just trying to get by. So he's in some sketchy warehouse and then he needs to go outside for a break and he goes out and it, it feels very much like, you know, he's involved with like illegal, like gangish activities. Yeah. And he sees some guys walking up to him that are kind of shady at first. And then he realizes it's his younger brother who was like the golden boy of the family who was going to become a doctor. who was super smart and uh, was just he went all the way from Brooklyn to uh, California just to get him to come back home because, you know, their mom was crying and everything and missed him and they were worried about his safety and worried that he was doing something wrong. Uh, And then Steve Rogers is with him and is like, yeah, man, your brother's right. You got to come with us because what you're, what's going on is wrong. And um, it's kind of one sided the way he's telling the story, obviously. Uh, And one of the guys comes in to see what's taking him so long to get back inside and sees he's with these two guys. And they're like, Oh, well we don't know these guys who you're talking about. So we're bringing them in and they start questioning him and he, and he's like, and Steve wouldn't stop running his mouth. He just kept running his mouth. And it's like, dude, just fucking stop, stop. Or you'll, you know, bad things are going to happen. And he doesn't stop and bad things happen. And my brother gets killed. And so, because Steve wouldn't shut up, my brother's dead. And so that is how he's guilty of yeah, this he's current. He's responsible yeah. for his brother dying because he wouldn't stop running his mouth. Yeah. And he's like, and then next thing I know, he becomes Captain America. And I'm seeing Steve Rogers' name all over the place, but he's doing these great things. And then ironically, I know how to shut my mouth. Like he kind of spins it yeah. on like I kept quiet about what he did. Um because, like, so what because of what he stood more for. Yeah. Than- what he had done. But now I got to the point where I couldn't keep quiet anymore on my deathbed. And yeah, it's like, uh, dude, you could have just waited a little bit longer and it wouldn't <laughs> been a problem anymore. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's – he's got some fucking weird-ass neck wrinkles, dude. What is that? Yeah, the art what is, is going really on? The art is so bad in this. Matt, again, Matt Murdock and Steve Rogers look like they're in House of M. <laughs> That just if you never read House of M, they uh, all have like really square faces and like they look alike. Yeah, and his neck looks like it's just a wrinkly uh, turtleneck. Yeah, like he's wearing a flesh-colored turtleneck underneath his. In House of M, uh, Matt Murdock, Cyclops, and Wonder Man all look alike, especially because they all wear red glasses. 
And Jen, every profile of Jen, like every side view of Jen looks really bad. But uh, anyway, so they bring up uh, an officer and... He... Oh, wait, that's... Uh... Is that the same officer? No, no, because that guy's bald. Bring up a different officer. Oh, no, yeah, this is the guy who has like the records. That's right. Yeah. So there's a there's an officer that handles physical records. Because, he looks like a mortician. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're they're old ass records. They should be dead. <laughs> yeah, that because he's the record keeper for the um, LAPD. Is he? I thought he was. He worked at a like historical or no? That's the woman. She works at a, a World War II historical. Yeah. Uh, like museum. Yeah, he's just the expert on the old shit that isn't digitized yet. So he would know if like uh the the record of the police report was yeah. accurate or if it was doctored. And that's what they ask him. Uh is if it's valid and uh Jen brings up like, well, have you known any of these to have been doctored before? And he's like, Well yeah, but like it's 1940s. Why would somebody like that long ago do that? Like, it doesn't make any sense. And she's like, oh, the point is that they can happen. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, so he, he mentions that the report says that there was a body found there and that Steve Rogers was seen like unconsolable, just saying like, it was my fault. It was my fault. Yeah. What I do like is in, in you pointing out that he's an actual lawyer writing these things is that he is adding in when these witnesses want to give a full context of something and yeah. the lawyers cutting them off because it would hurt their argument. So yeah. they want to only keep what's relevant to their argument out and then shut them up from saying the other thing so that because the other lawyer has to say the other thing. Yeah. Yeah. They want so to contextualize what they're saying. They really, just, it Matt shows Murdoch tells uh, the uh, one woman he's talking to, he's like, just stick to the an- like answering the questions I'm asking because you know it's gonna waste a lot of people's time. Even though you're you're saying is like better like serving the truth. Yeah. Uh, whereas Jen can come up and say the the exact same stuff. Uh, and if anything, that shows you just how flawed our court system is. That like no one cares about what's the objective truth. It's like I want to win. I want to win. Yeah. So it's like whatever half truth we can get to here. To get us to winning is like what's technically correct or what like yeah it's, it's not about gross. who's right it's about who had the better argument yeah so Which, as a lawyer he knows this firsthand yeah so I can appreciate a that he's being like like honestly portraying like that's how it is and uh, that also it's shitty yeah. <laughs> and he's still portraying it that way it's not like glorified the way a lot of like legal dramas get glorified. Um, and probably how the show is doing it. I, I think the show is not really uh, like it's very they're playing real loose with what law is. Yeah, I've heard a lot of uh, people critiquing the like the uh, I don't accuracy. Know, yeah, the yeah. accuracy of the law, like in how court would work. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's it's trying to he he's going for like a serious tone of like this is a courtroom drama mm-hmm. and. We're getting it right, and She-Hulk is a sitcom that takes place in a yeah in a courtroom. So it's more like uh, I haven't read much of it, but I think it's more like John Burns' run, where it's just like this is just to be fun. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, Judge Judy. Yeah. So anyway, um, they then bring in the historical lady, and they're talking to her about like, hey, so you know about these old shits, right? And this old shit over here, you know about this guy? 
that he's an old shit. Now, isn't it also true that some people were criminals who were joining the military? Because <laughs> it was a way out of their life of crime, <laughs> which is like kind um, of a stretch for more him. More specifically, be volunteering for the the super soldier program. Yeah, but yeah, he's like yeah, that, that was his. Just yeah. cr- it wasn't cr- weren't criminals doing that? Yeah, like hey, you know who breathes air? Hitler. <laughs> 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 it was kind of that. So he was like, weren't criminals joining the military? And weren't criminals signing up for these experiments that, like, you know, this chance to have superpowers way better than yeah. their life of crime and poverty? And I think as a lawyer, he's just trying to establish that. The potential that it's Yeah, possible. that they were taking yeah. criminals, not that you would be turned away for being a criminal. Yeah, because then Jen was like, isn't it also true that plenty of patriots like my guy over here. Yeah. Did this. My Stevie boy, Mr. Rogers. <laughs> they do say Mr. Rogers a lot. Every time they call him Mr. Rogers. And because he's old too. And he's it's in a like, sweater. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, at one point, she uh, asks, like, isn't it true that a lot of patriots, uh, upstanding citizens, and people who wanted to serve the country, uh, also join these programs. She's like, oh, yeah, loads. And she's like, can you see any of those guys in the room? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Matt's like, objection, speculation. And she's like, haha, he already established she's an expert. So what she knows is fact, not speculation. You see that guy? And she's yeah. like, yeah, of course. It's Captain America. It, Wait, what are we doing here? It's Captain America. Come on. I like how her response helps neither of them because she yeah. just says, I think we all know about Captain America. <laughs> yeah. It's like, that, that means fucking nothing. <laughs> we, uh, We're we all to find know. out who he is. That's part of this. We all know about Captain America. And they're like, innocent. And she's like, hey, I meant, you know, he was a monster. <laughs> yeah, he hates mutants, clearly. <laughs> I thought we all knew about Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> and so then they're back uh at uh matt rocks's uh because he does spot yeah <laughs> and he's just like playing racquetball because he's a fucking rich douche <laughs> in a room full of people a crowded room full of people and he's just playing racquetball yeah, is he playing with the dupes uh pro i don't know because he's just doing it yeah. and then uh you see the monkey like waving around so stuff's just going on yeah the, one of the people who work at jen's law firm She's this, like, really weird lady with a monkey, and I think she ends up... I forgot to look up... I thought she was supposed to be the paralegal. She is, but she has, like, powers. No. I don't remember. There's, like... I think a series is was it supposed too... to be longer, because it seems like there's going to be some twist with her, and it just ends up being like, oh, yeah, I am I got powers. Is her like... power to be um, a fat lady in the comics and then a cute, eccentric lady in the show? I don't think she's the same character. Oh no, no. Oh, that's what I was wondering. If it was the same like that is this is a different law firm than what's even in. Uh, oh okay. The, well, did she carried her paralegal over in the other? She was she worked for two different law firms in the show, and she has the same paralegal. Yeah, but this is like way after she worked for uh, the I forget the one dude's name, but she also worked under Mallory Book. Oh, so uh, there was the superhero law firm. This is her own law firm. And this woman, she hires the first day of starting a Gotcha. Firm. So this isn't like her friend from the other thing. Yeah. The who would, I guess, would be kind of closer to that is Patsy Walker. Cause we, we forgot to mention Patsy Walker's in this. Yeah. She's doing a secret mission for Captain America. Yeah. And she works for Jen Walters at this point. Yeah. She like retrieves documents and stuff and retrieves. Yeah. Air quotes. Quote, quote. And uh, so anyway, Cap's like, 
because she's like, all right, here's all these technical ways we can win now that I know it's Matt Murdock and stuff that we're facing. And, and Cap's like, no, we go by the book. Meanwhile, your friend's stealing secret evidence. <laughs> also, now that I'm thinking about it, Patsy Walker is at least the second oldest character in this book. I think she's not. she didn't come out before Captain America, but I think it was like two years after Captain America. Huh. That Patsy Walker, because she had like, it used to be romance novels that she was in. Oh, okay. uh, if you like saw Jessica Jones, you know, like Trish Walker is Patsy Walker. And yeah. They would turn that into like, it was a TV show. It was like a Riverdale type comic that gotcha. Like Archie and yeah. Jughead type stuff. And they ended up like bringing her she over. She jugged his head. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, bringing her over into like the superhero side and making her a superhero. And, but like. The uh the Riverdale stuff still exists in this He gave universe. head to her jugs. Yeah. And uh they it were like motor book. Their books are Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> their books that her mom was writing. Yeah. <laughs> you can't say head around you. <laughs> um or jugs, dude. Yeah. Uh so anyway, I do like that in the background for like multiple panels, you see the dupe dupes like doing stuff and the monkey doing stuff, and then she's like stuck on what possibly she can do and she gives a call to patsy and patsy's like hey i'm busy and because she's stealing the the secret evidence that like cap wants her to steal and then uh <laughs> the monkey and the guys the dupes all present their big plan yeah it's just a it's a drawing of banana yeah it's a drawing of banana this is fun uh we like to have fun here yeah <laughs> and then there's a tap tap tapity outside of her her window uh, and then she wakes up all fucking buffed Hulk out. Yeah, which she's super skinny in this book. Yeah, until <laughs> she wants to be Hulked out. Like, yeah. she does that at one point to, like, scare away a crowd of people who are, like, rep- of reporters that are like, Cap, did you kill that guy, Cap? Is it true Cap, you hate is it true? <laughs> <laughs> Cap, is it true you wear diapers now? <laughs> uh, and she's like, <laughs> Yeah. Did I scare you? <laughs> so then it's like, it's Daredevil. And... She's like, oh, the fuck, dude? And she chases he him. He shows her the double Ds on his yeah. chest. He's <laughs> like, I do have double Ds. Yeah. Uh, and then she chases him, and there's a big old run, and she's like, oh, I got you now, dude. And she grabs his foot, and she's like, what the hell, dude? And he's like, oh, come on. Like, it was a stressful day. You didn't want that run? I thought that was fun. And she's like, no, nah, I mean, like, what the hell? You're like... You're suing Captain America. Suing Captain America. What the shit? And he's like, oh, yeah, about that. So this is what I want to talk to you about. He told me to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they the, the people contacted me to sue him, and I was like, you yeah. can stick your lawsuit up your butt. And then I called Cap. Your dick slot. <laughs> and I called Cap, and he's like, do it. Yeah. And and come at me hard, dude. Yeah, he was like, <laughs> come at me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like he's picking a fight with them. Yeah. <laughs> how how hilarious is that too? Like you're in that restaurant and you see an old geriatric dude picking a fight with a blind man. <laughs> he's like, come at me, bro. Everything you got. <laughs> you can't see me. John Cena. I saw a picture. Someone, someone made a meme out of a picture of like uh, it was John Cena, Macho Man, Randy Savage of like like uh nineteen eighty whatever, and it's just Macho Man with his arm around an empty chair. 
<laughs> they also, I guess they did a wrestling match a couple months ago, like some indie promotion, where it was two invisible people fighting, mm-hmm. and it was just like they had like weapons set up around the ring that would like momentarily break. So it's really just a referee yeah. reacting to stuff in a ring, and like people pretending there's people there and it said john cena in his last wrestling match that's hilarious <laughs> or john cena versus batista in their last <laughs> wrestling match <laughs> that is great actually <laughs> so that also implies that batista's not moving yeah <laughs> so john cena's just he's doing moving it's just so subtly <laughs> that it can't be seen by the human eye <laughs> so anyway uh <laughs> God damn it. It's fucking with my head right now. <laughs> uh, they finally bring uh, Steve Rogers to the stand. And uh, the <laughs> the officer's nervous because of Steve, Ro- Steve Rogers. And he's like, it's all right, buddy. You're doing a good job. <laughs> um, and so they're like, so everything that guy said, what do you think? <laughs> and Steve is like, yeah, it's all true. Yeah. <laughs> and Jen gets pissed off. He's like, what the fuck, dude? It's like it, it seems like he's trying really hard to destroy his own legacy the yeah. whole time. Uh, and then he's like, "So as I was saying, because it's the next issue, because that was a cliffhanger." Yeah. Uh, as I was saying, it's all true, but he left out so many key details, like Nazis. The big one. Remember me and Nazis, guys? It's kind of my thing that I, I punch them. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that Captain America comics issue number one, <laughs> punching Hitler. So, like, those comics exist in this universe. She-Hulk established that. He, so he's like, yeah, me me, and uh, Sam, because Sam's the guy who got killed. Uh, me and Sam, we were boys. Not the tightest boys, right? Like, it wasn't like me and Bucky, but we were boys nonetheless. That, that makes it so much weird you're saying they're not the tightest boys because they were boys. <laughs> <laughs> they were literally boys. So. Uh, but not re- – but they're – no, they're like uh, – wasn't he, like – 17 or 18? I think they said they were 15. No, because he joins the military right after this. He yeah, joined the military when he was 15. Yeah, a lot of people lied about their age like to get in the military. Though. Oh, I guess. I, I could be wrong, but I thought he said he was 15. But I thought he was older than Bucky. He could just... He is older than Bucky. Bucky's like fucking eight right now or something. Yeah, but they join. he joins like soon after this. Yeah, but Bucky's not of age when he's in the war with Captain America. Bucky's still, like, a young boy. Oh, fuck. Yeah. You know what? My mind... I, Dude, the MCU is fucking up my mind. Yeah. Because they, <laughs> they flip it, and they're, like, that the, they're same the same age. age and they're buddies. And that Bucky was just, like, the guy who gets in the military because he was, like, that dope. Yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah. So, the MCU really made a better Captain America. <laughs> that that, that aside. Chris Evans. Yeah. That aside. Uh... So, Steve's like, of course, dude. I'm a good guy. A gabagool. <laughs> I'm going to come with you. And so, like, we fucking got on a train. And the first thing we did, we saw the Mask of Zorro, which made me like him a little bit. I was thinking because... It's it, a baller-ass move. Did Batman's parents die while they were, <laughs> they were watching that? Like, uh, they're doing their thing, and then outside of that theater... theater Bang! Like, yeah. <laughs> a boy became an orphan that day. Yeah. <laughs> and then later... You know, a mom offered (laughs) (laughs) what I was going to say. Like, as a boy became an orphan, another boy just became dead. And then whatever that means for a parent, I I don't know what that's called. That reminds me, I saw a a post that was uh, 
they were talking about the like DC universe casting Dick Grayson. And so the headline of the article said DC casts a wide net looking for Nightwing. And somebody's comment was if they would have cast a wide net for his parents, they'd still be around. That is hilarious. <laughs> That's so fucked up, dude. <laughs> That's so funny. It's true though. <laughs> oh man. So anyway, uh he gives more context to the story that they were all around LA looking for him and they were getting to shadier and shadier dudes and none of them would give them a straight answer. And they found this warehouse though that they kind of pieced together everything and they saw when they saw what was going on inside, they were like, Oh fuck, dude, this is nuts. And then by the way, this actually this shouldn't have. I feel ashamed. This caught me off guard. <laughs> that it was Nazis? I was thinking it was drugs or killing or whatever. <laughs> like, I did not think Nazis. And when I saw Nazis, I was like, oh, fucking dumb. So what you're saying Duh. is, so what you're saying is you did not see it coming. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, exactly. I did not see it coming. <laughs> um, so anyway, the guy who comes out. And grabs him, is like, oh, fuck, is that who these are? Well, we don't trust you now because these are outsiders. And you either, we're either going to kill all three of you or you're going to prove that you're one of us and you're going to kill him. And he's like, I can't kill my own fucking brother, dude. What are you talking about? And he's like, all right, then it stands and all three of you die. And then Steve Rogers speaks and he calls him out for being a bitch ass Nazi. Would you think about it? So, like, Matt Murdock's blind, right? So here's who's the real Nazi. <laughs> He's defending the Nazi because <laughs> he cannot <laughs> see. Jen should have been like, "Mr. Murdoch, don't you see this man is innocent?" <laughs> they did do that in uh, in the She-Hulk show. Uh, they did the thing where like she says like says something to offend a blind person, mm-hmm. but then right after that he's like, "Oh, I, I see where you go, what you're going for here." He's like, no, you don't. Yeah, no, you, no, you there's just the whole thing about that. No, you can't. <laughs> um. So anyway, he gives his full statement of like, and that's what I was doing. I was calling him out for being a bitch ass Nazi, and then he was like, "You know what? You're weak and pathetic. I want your genes to live on, and you like." Screw some American harlot and make more bitches because we'll yeah. overtake you easier. But this one's the strong one. Bang! Kill the future doctor. You're welcome. That's isn't on that, you. Isn't that kind of like the opposite of what the Nazis were about? Like, what well, you know? I my the my very first thought was he was gonna be like, I mean, blonde hair, blue eyes. You check out. But you, <laughs> red hair bitch. Bam! Like <laughs> I thought that ginger? was I thought that was gonna be it. But no, again, I did not see that coming. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so Jen's like, great, fantastic. You gave a full picture here. Um, can you substantiate this with any evidence? And, and he caps like, it's classified. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, you son of a bitch. Uh, so then they go back to, uh, Matt Rox's, uh, because he does. law firm. Uh, yep. <laughs> and, uh, Patsy shows up and she's got a file and she's like, bam, here you go. But, oh, right before that though, I do kind of like this where, uh, Jen's like, Hey, so you said everything was going to fall into place and I got something for you here. Bam. What do you see? And he's like, nothing. He's like, exactly. Nothing. Like nothing is falling into place. I don't, I did not see it. <laughs> so anyway, Patsy shows up. She's like, I got a file. Bam. 
it's all true what he said. And Cap's like, see, it's all true what I said. And she's like, fantastic. And Matt Rocks is like, yeah, but you can't use this. There's no, oh, you can use it if it's stolen by Patsy Walker clause in law. <laughs> she's like, it's the stolen. Should be. <laughs> yeah, they are like sticking fingers at they're doing like the Spider-Man thing of like, <laughs> it's your fault. It's your fault. It really has nothing to do with anything. Uh but he it also is kind of like a little nudge like so the FBI came in, they cleared everything out, they classified all of it because they didn't want people to know that Nazis had a base in the United States during World War Two. And yeah, prior to America's Americans joining the war too. And that a shadowy FBI agent kind of nudges uh him in the direction of going into the army and yeah. uh, like, like hey, if they don't let you in the yeah. army, we got this like super secret program that yeah. we're not supposed to be telling people about. You'd be perfect for it. And so Cap's like, Look, I know you can't use this, but now you kn- know that it's true and you'll use that knowledge. To help win yeah. this case. Just because you can't use this doesn't, doesn't mean you can't, can't use it. <laughs> Just because you're a bad, bad guy doesn't mean you're, you're a bad, bad guy. guy. So dumb. <laughs> All right. Anyway. So uh, fucking. Uh, he looks different almost every time you look at Matt Murdock <laughs> in this. He looks slightly different. Well, imagine how he feels. <laughs> at least this one has fingers. Because uh, there's some that were like the fingers are like way off. And. So he gives his statement of like, look, we all know Captain America, right? I yeah. mean, you can't, yeah, 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 but like, you forget that. <laughs> <laughs> and that this happened before he was Captain America, when he was a bitch ass boy who got his buddy killed. Remember that. Yeah. <laughs> and also, this won't hurt his legacy at all. <laughs> Not at all. Bye, Cap. <laughs> and then Jen's like, like Adam. <laughs> and then Jen's like, hey. We can't forget that he's Captain America. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, her argument's just like, ignore what he said, because, yeah. duh. Um, and then they're, you know, fucking, he, like, peppers it out, because, like, the, the case ends, and Steve's walking with, because it wasn't, like, criminal trial anyway. Like, he wasn't ever going to go to jail. Uh, it was all a legacy thing. And so he's walking with um, Jen and Johnny Bravo, and because that's exactly what it looks yeah, like. His hair does turn into Johnny Bravo's. <laughs> it's just red. And uh, while he's doing that, it's like, we, the jury, have found that. And it's like all segmented throughout the panels. Um, and you find out that uh, it's some old fuckface that's like an Austra- uh, Austrian douchebag who always like had a hate boner for Captain America. Uh, Faustius, right? Dr. Faustus, I think. Faustus. And they're like, oh, duh, that guy. He He's responsible. And he's like, yeah, I got this letter like the other day. He's like, I'm going to ruin your legacy, you old fuck. <laughs> like, you should have told us that. That'd be great in court. <laughs> <laughs> and they already started the lawsuit. So it's like, I couldn't have my friends just go beat him up. Like, we had to win the court in case for, like, the case in court first. Yeah. Now we can go now beat him up. Now we can go beat him up. Yeah. So you want to go help me beat him up? And they're like, yeah, dude. And so it ends with a good old. Uh, crack, Whammy. thud, and whack, and a wham, where uh, you know he just s- smacks him with a cane. Yeah, he lays a smackdown on this candy ass. Yeah, and they're like, "We did it!" Oh, and then by the way, uh, he was found innocent. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, uh, you know, maybe that guy shouldn't have been a Nazi fuck who got his brother killed. Oh, because she establishes that he was going to go regardless either way, and they're they're going to kill him either way. Yeah. 
And that Steve did what Steve always did, and that was stand up to Nazis. Yeah, like, that was the thing with the Nazis that, like, oh, I'm going to kill all three of you. And Steve's like, fucking do it, bitch. Come on, <laughs> motherfucker, do it. Like, holding a gun to his head. I was like, come on, motherfucker, do it. Shoot me. <laughs> I'm not afraid of you, and in 90 years, I won't be afraid of a blind man. <laughs> <laughs> and then the Nazis like, all right, I'll kill everybody but you. <laughs> oh, man. So that show, though, it's fine. I don't know why people hate it. I get, and, and and I don't even know if we've talked about this on recording. I just know that we've talked about this in general. They do the dumb man thing. I think majority of the men are shit in terms of their portrayal. They, they portray men as dumb or bad, misogynist, well, bad guys. I think, I think a part of that that maybe is exacerbating it a bit is that all of her clients are dumb and a lot of them happen to be men. No, but it's not just clients. It's every guy she's dated. It's I'm, I'm all the guys. Fight you on Pug. Pug is not stupid. No, he. He's not stupid. And by the way, I think you come in with a bias of knowing who Pug is as a character and knowing that he's a guy who's down on himself and really he's really smart. You're just mad. We, we don't haven't seen Matt Rocks yet, dude. If they put Matt Rocks in this, <laughs> that would be so dope. It'd be so dope. Um. From issue from episode one, every guy is a fuck. Every one of them. They even do that thing where a gang of guys goes to hit on her all in like a pack. And they're all like, we're good guys. We're just trying to talk. We're just, you know, being nice dudes. And then she hulks out and they get scared. And then the Hulk stops her from killing them or maiming them or whatever. Um, but then they do that thing where like. The Hulk becomes a jealous douchebag, and she tells him that she has to control her anger more than him, which was, like, wildly, like, what? Yeah. What? You're saying the average woman has to, has a harder time the controlling Hulk. their anger than the Hulk. Like, yeah. if you were just to say that women versus men, they have to control their anger more. Yeah, fair. Maybe. There's maybe an argument for that. I would still say... That's like a generalization where it's like there are probably plenty of guys who hold yeah. in their anger. But it's not every woman has like yeah. more issues than every man. Yeah. Like, but like because conversely, it could be like uh, what's a stereotype on women that's really bad that they're like venomous in relationships they're and they're like uh, but there's plenty of men bad drivers. There's plenty of toxic men in relationships like they're Yeah. It's one of those things where it's like why are we differentiating just on gender on these things that are like. Either or could be the case. But to be like, then the Hulk, whose whole thing is controlling anger, is wild. Um, But then you get into majority of the guys, when you first are introduced to Pug, it is kind of, I understand that you believe that it's super smart to say, to know where the best pooping spot is. It is. Brilliant. But in the context of like showing off a character... That's you even see it on their faces of oh okay. Liter literally I think literally the paralegal says that. Or she's like, okay, thanks. Like in that tone of He's like brilliant. <laughs> if you've worked at enough factories, that is the best thing that anybody can ever do to you when you start. Is like going up and telling you like, hey, stay clear of these bathrooms. This one's fine. Possibly. But also, she's going to have some Hulk-sized poops. So now she's ruined the best poops. I mean, spot. I'm sure she becomes Jen when she shits. Uh, does she? 
I would assume so. Because I think what I do like about the story, and I think there are too many people putting because uh, there are a lot of people who are like trying to make it like the whole thing is men versus women, and I think that that they've interject like they fucked up by interjecting so much of that into yeah. it. My my only issue with the show was the first few episodes that she wasn't a fun character. And then, like, since then, they started making her a fun character. Yeah. And, like, all right, that's She-Hulk. I take she- issue with the twerking. Here's I why. Do. Here's why. Here's why. Because there are other people, their opinions f- can go fuck off. <laughs> oh, it's it's not good for... Fuck, fuck you. It's not wholesome. Fuck you. It's that it's not accurate. Jen Walters... She's a white woman, so she's not thick. No 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 no, no, green, no, 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 no. Even green. You can look at as many... Fucking covers You're of her ass that possible. Her ass was bigger than Megan the Stallion. I am mad that her ass is bigger <laughs> than Megan the Stallion's. And also, when she hulks out, so even if the argument is her butt's gonna get bigger because that's a muscle and it's gonna get bigger, it is not gonna twerk better than Megan the Stallion's. She's not gaining fat. She's gaining muscle. That shit's stiff. I don't. Maybe it's just independently moving though. Like, like it's maybe, like a peck dance. Yeah, but with her butt. Yeah, it's like Terry Crews butt booty. I still. But you know what? It's just the nature of how twerking works. That it's a. It's it's more of a jiggle than like a like. She, like it would just be really odd to see her like her butt cheeks drumming. I what I will give you is that um, you telling me that Jen Walters knows how to twerk seems like bullshit. It, I think it is. <laughs> like her ass being bigger. It is. This has been my argument this whole time. Now, I don't see. I'm. I don't necessarily agree with that. But her knowing how to twerk, there's no way she. Knows I'm not that. even saying that she. Like I don't have an issue that Jen Walters twerked alongside Megan The Stallion. My issue is that she was better at it and her ass was thicker than hers. That is my issue. Yeah. My issue is as far as character, she should not be like it is. It is inaccurate to the character that her ass is thick like that <laughs> yeah. and that she can twerk like that. But She Hulk wanting to twerk with Megan the Stallion totally in character. Totally in character. Uh, I just think she would look more along the lines of that gif of uh, what's her face from Bob Burgers. Yeah, or Elizabeth Olsen. Have you ever seen her try to twerk? It's the yeah. same exact thing. Okay. <laughs> so, yes, that sh- it should be along the lines of that. That is that is all my point is. So, otherwise, I think it's a fun show. Um, and I her – so the thing I would wanted to get back around to is – The last episode was the best one yeah. so far. You you said um, that she, at, at that point in – I think it was Soul's Run, was preferring to be She-Hulk. Yeah, and that there's this whole duality, uh, duality of like Jen versus She-Hulk, and who people liked more, and I think the character in the show is even going through that because first she's dislikes that she has this She-Hulk side of her because all people they they want to look past her and only see her for She-Hulk. Then she starts to like She-Hulk, like. I think the outer narrative of the environment of the show is clashing with the character's narrative of going through this ebb and flow of learning to appreciate themselves. Because they're like juxtaposing some of these men as being bad for only liking the She-Hulk aspect of her and then ju- but then also these other guys are bad for not liking the She-Hulk aspect of her and it's like but she doesn't even know who she likes more. Like she's trying to figure that out, and it's like every guy yeah. outside of Pug, Wong, and now Matt is 
well, her dad's kind of a lovable doofus to her, but like he's of no help. And you know, like right after you meet him, he's having her do like in the cutscene, she's doing all those chores, lifting all the shit. I like for him. that how we talked about uh, how I mentioned that her her mom was kind of an asshole. Yeah, and you're like, oh, I don't even really remember her mom showing up. Her mom shows up one more time just to be an asshole, real quick. Like she was like trying to help me out. well she tries to set her up with helping out some other guy who wanted to be a superhero and she's like mom i'm not even a superhero um i love that leapfrog was in the last episode dude one of the things i've been really liking with she hulk is uh characters that i like kind of like that i never thought we would ever see are like showing up and it's just like one-offs and they're not going to be around anymore yeah but use like like Mr. Immortal. Mr. Immortal, Leapfrog, uh, the Porcupine. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, those are characters that, like, they have some interesting stuff that happens in the comics. And they're, like, funny characters, or at least fun characters. Yeah. And we're getting to actually see them a little bit. And I mm-hmm. never thought, like, it, it, like, I had told you, like, a couple months ago. I was like, I want more than anything, and I don't think they'll ever do it, but I want a Great Lakes Avengers show. Right. And I, I still don't think they'll do it because it's, like, set up away from that. But I'm surprised we got anything even Close slightly to the, yeah. resembling with any of the characters. Yeah. Which was still kind of funny that you had, like, this guy who's had multiple... Like, he just kills himself rather than having a divorce. Yeah. And so now he has one giant divorce with, like, 20 people. And you know what? Relatable. <laughs> <laughs> you ever, like... It's like that the Bill Berg joke about like every time he thinks of killing himself, it's never because he's like depressed. It's just he wants to avoid shit. It's <laughs> like, oh, like I promised them yeah. I'd bake a pie, and I don't want to bake a pie. I would have to get up and I have to make everything from scratch. And I told everybody how good I'd be. And if I just put my head in the fucking oven, I wouldn't <laughs> have to bake this pie. <laughs> I think he says at one point he's like, you know, on the highway, he's like, if I just fucking cut right yeah. right now yeah. and that's just the physical manis- manifestation of that of him like in traffic his wa- like he can't take his wife anymore yeah he's like if i just walk into traffic i don't have to deal with this anymore. or that he's being badgered he by them but i also think that majority of the so it's like i've gone from like okay it's a hundred percent portrayal of women as being positive and a hundred percent portrayal of men being negative it, that shifted over time especially with um with Abomination. I love Abomination in this. Mm. Uh, also because, like, I really... Well, Tim Roth, right? Yeah. It's the, I really like him. Yeah, he's a good actor. Uh, but what they do with that character, that it's just a good character. Yeah. And they he, make a really fair point with him, too, where he's when he's like, why am I the villain? Yeah. Like, I was hired by the army to try to take out this dude destroying cities. Yeah. And, like, in my, like, my quest to do that... I ended up losing my mind and becoming the abomination. But doing but like, exactly why am what I they the bad yeah. guy when I like, and he's the good guy now. He's the hero. Yeah, yeah. That was, dude. And he's such a good actor too, because that moment is like, yeah, dude. You thought you were gonna be Captain America. Yeah. <laughs> because he was just like, I thought I was gonna be Captain America, man. I, I was a patriot. I was. Yeah, a, I was a decorated him soldier. Super soldier serum. Yeah. And they show you in that movie, it's driving him nuts. Yeah. And that they keep doing it, and then yeah. Um, cause it was multiple injections and as it was going on, he yeah. freaked out. And then I also he loved, gets turned into, into the abomination. I also love that there was the, uh, the line in there where she calls Bruce to like, make sure it was okay. He's like, I'm, and a, he's different like, person I'm a different person. <laughs> <Yeah>. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, ah, yeah. yeah. fucking fuck Edward Norton. Yeah. <laughs> um, which, uh, yeah. I, 
I was reading the other day, it was supposed to be uh, Mark Ruffalo before Edward Norton. Really? That's who like that's who Marvel wanted, and uh, whoever they were working with were like Mark Ruffalo's not bankable enough. We need a bigger star. So then they got uh, Edward Norton. So when when Edward Norton dropped out, they were like, we can go back and get Ruffalo. Did they always want Cheadle then? I don't think I that. Really... <laughs> you know what's funny though is that right now Terrence Howard's lost his fucking mind and he's currently trying to disprove math. Okay. <laughs> cool. Um, like that's what he's been on the last like like few. I watched a whole video on it that he's been going around to colleges giving speeches to to disprove math and, <laughs> and he you sounds know what? like he's rambling. And Don going crazy. Cheadle seems like a nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe it was for the best. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, but I think there's a lot of people who are, like, just shitting on the show right away. Uh, oh, I think it's now, like, either, it's like an 80-20 thing, where it's it's not all women good, all men bad. They've come down to more of an 80-20, where there's some examples of good guys, but the vast majority are still bad. Like, they're, like, I think the whole, like, subtext of, is, like, incels hate her for existing. And so bad yeah and that's but they're a- also proving the point because if you go on like online for any amount of time you're like you know they kind of called that like <laughs> yeah my yeah and i wonder how calculated that was of knowing that that was going to be the response so they like yeah. that's part of the story and my my only makes issue it meta. with the show at the beginning was that she wasn't a fun character and jen needs to be a fun character and they they ended up bringing it around to that where now she like she is really fun and likable and like she even like kind of like during scenes especially when she's like breaking the fourth wall she's got a really like bright smile mm-hmm. that like you're that just makes you relate to the character. Are you, wait, 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 wait. Are you saying she needed to smile more? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> hey. You can't say that to me. I like Brie Larson. <laughs> she never smiles. Yeah. That's a good point. Although I do. I and do when a guy to. told her to smile, she seemingly beat him up and stole his jacket and motorcycle. I, one of the funniest things that happened with anything relating to the MCU, though, was when people were saying like she wasn't smiling enough for uh-huh. Captain Marvel. She photoshopped smiles on uh, posters with like Doctor Strange and Captain America and... Uh, Iron Man, and it looks so fucking weird. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I don't know about all that shit to be honest. It's because on the one hand, comics, the demographic for comics are guys, they're boys to men. <laughs> at this point, it's just boys to men that read comics. <laughs> yeah, just the members of boys. <laughs> yeah, to men. it's four guys. <laughs> holding up the entire industry <laughs> so it's like for the female demographic they're always reaching and and that's not to say that there were never any women who were into comic books just the vast majority was always dudes I mean, like that's well, just a thing that's objectively recognized and so it's weird that's such a hardcore shift to make it let's say at best 50 50 of representation for these characters and the audience, like it's not that though, in terms of the fandom, like I think it's closer to that than ever. It's probably 60, 40 at this point, but 
yeah, it's, it's such a weird thing to like drive in all these yeah. I stereotypes. Think for the MCU though, the I mean like comics, it's the demographics are different than the MCU because I think um, it is about fifty fifty with men and women who watch Marvel movies. Hmm. That may also be influenced by the fact that there's so much of it now. Like, I bet if you went back to, like, Iron Man, the demographics of the people who went to go see that would not have been 50-50. Like, the first yeah. Iron Man movie. Well, cause, like, early superhero like, movies as didn't these... do nearly as good because it was just nerds going to see it. And when it, like, went beyond just, like, super nerds like us. Yeah. Like, so, it became, yeah, mass appeal. And yeah. now, because it's... Now they make everybody nerds. It's reached a different level. Yeah. But... And I do think there's something to, and I think I brought it up before that, like, and the same thing happened with video games is that like at some point comics and video games had to establish what aisle they're going to be in. So like for books, like, are you going to be in the young men's section mm -hmm. or like, are you going to be in the young women's section? And it was the same thing with video games being sold as toys. Are they going to be in the boys or the girls section? Yeah. And they went with boys. So naturally boys ended up being the people like reading or playing games the most. That's so weird, though, because, like, you can just see them. Like, like it's not like I've never seen an aisle with Barbies in it, you know? Yeah. So, but like, you if don't, I, like, peruse the aisles. But I'm saying if I wanted to, if that attracted me, no, nothing's stopping me from it. I mean, other than maybe pressure from your parents calling well, you, like, a, like a, a gay well, boy or something. Uh, well, that used to be a lot a bigger of a thing. No, I know. <laughs> like, <laughs> But I'm saying, like... You still would have known you had that interest and that that interest was being squashed yeah. in some way. Yeah, and it's not like and I would women say, have ever read comics. It's just and I would say it's actually led to a smaller percentage. And maybe I'm biased, obviously, because I'm a guy, but I think boys to girls' toys is you you receive more resistance than if you were a girl wanting to play with boys' toys. I think from, so, from older people, probably. So the idea that there weren't any girls into comics and boy stuff because they were shunned for it, I don't think is as strong of an argument as like the converse. For, for little boys towards little girls and for probably parents, I'd say you're probably right. But for little girls talking to other little girls, it's going to be... You're going to be singled out for that. Yeah, I'm not saying there's not pressure. I'm just saying, like, was there more or less pressure? Because we're talking about the overall demographics that created this. So you saying that there's a much broader appeal to the current MCU stuff because of what it is now, by by virtue of the fact that it is all, yeah, established it, as it all these movies. It is, it is pop culture. It is this pantheon now. So it's going to get all these eyeballs. You can't get mad that the source material, though, is more one-sided when you go back into the comics because the demographics who were buying it were one-sided. So, yeah. like, but that's I, what I'm talking about is that there's, like, this almost shunning of the fact that there are all these male characters and not female characters that are super-powered heroes. And it's like, well, that's who was buying them. Yeah. And if you made something that was different, 
it just didn't sell. So it didn't mean that the character didn't exist anymore. It just means they stopped focusing solely on that and focused on what was making money. Like, I don't know why they keep selling Superman comics, but they must make some money on it. They someone surprisingly, well, not someone likes surprisingly it towards us that they, they make really good money. Yeah. Uh, people that like Superman love Superman. Yeah. But so I, I think that it like you're absolutely correct on like why it started out that way. And I, uh, what I don't understand is uh, people being upset that it's going the other way, going towards the middle because now they like, they are, there are more girls getting into comics. So they're making stuff for them. It's not just, they're making stuff to try to get them. I think, I, I don't think it's, there's a problem with it going to, towards the middle. I think the problem is when they try to go towards the middle by yeah. the, the going You don't have to extreme. slander men to you, yes. uplift them. You don't have to make the thing extreme in those. Yeah. Like, for example, uh, Kate Bishop's going to be the new Hawkeye, right? They're clearly setting up that passing of the torch thing. And Hawkeye was a great show that did that. You think you're going to go into Hawkeye watching a show about Hawkeye. And really, it's a show about Kate Bishop. And I think that that was... Far better of a show than what at least She-Hulk was feeling like the first six episodes. I really, really like the last episode. Um, and I like where it's progressed. I just dislike that they keep throwing in the, all this like toxic male shit. Because then that ties into a bunch of stuff that's happening in the real world that like is also being portrayed bad. Like that guy, that Jordan Peterson guy gets so much shit for being like the leader of incels and toxic masculinity. And it's like, that's attributed out of nowhere for nothing. Like those, those are people who are deciding that about him. And I think they even made a character like that in the comics where, uh, they took Red Skull and they kind of just made him Jordan Peterson. They made in the, in the comics. They did make him. Um, I, he's not like a Jordan Peterson. He's more of, um, uh, like a, uh, Rush Limbaugh or, uh, like one of one of those. I think or, there were some uh, Alex Jones. I think there I were say. some direct like correlations. There's probably like inspiration from a bunch yeah. of different places, but I think he's more of an Alex Jones than anything. But like, so Jordan Peterson recently, like, he gets called out for being leader of the incels on uh, some Pierce Morgan thing, and then he fucking started almost crying, of just like, I mean, if that's what you're saying, but like, I I meet these guys and they're sad, they're legitimately sad, and I'm trying to help them. Like, you're saying that they shouldn't be helped. They're not worth being helped. And by helping, he's trying to get them to take responsibility for themselves. And he's not saying, like, he's not feeding into the women are trash. He's saying fucking literally, clean your room. Be better. Do better. Be stronger. Try. Get good at things. Yeah. Well, Become it's not women's someone... fault that you have nothing to offer. Exactly. So he <laughs> yeah. is actually saying, be responsible for yourself and get yourself out of this mindset. And then he's getting shit on for even trying to help these people. So that's like a, a real thing that's happening in the real world. But then you have, you know, these works of fiction that have influence over people creating a narrative that like spins off of that. And then people start to bleed these things into each other. And it's like, well, this is like, why? Like, why are you, why? Like, why are all the guys bad? Why are, why, why do you have like 
so you have like a seemingly good guy and it's like, haha, psych, I just got a sex tape out of you. And then we're going to play that and ruin your life when you think everything's finally going good. It was funny that you were like, he's like the only positive guy. Well, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 Well, cause at the time he was, and then the next episode they're like, hi, he's a shady yeah. fuck. And Wong. I will say they also gave well, that's us why one I was, of the I was, most yeah. annoying women characters I've seen in an extremely long time. And for some reason, everybody loves her. I think that that's controlled opposition. <laughs> I think that's on purpose. That's that's AstroTurf. Because they're trying to say even women at their most annoying are lovable. Oh, no. I, I get they're trying to say that. I just have known too many women like the, that. The, hey, man. The crowd is speaking. Okay. The mob, the mob says that it's fucking time for uh what's her face but the why is not where you think she's a woman but you're forgetting she's white (laughs) no No. you know no but she's drunk so she's fun and also made a pack with a uh, goat demon yeah um yeah i just feel like there's there's a definite like there's a there's a giant obvious bias and it's like okay you're forcing there to be a bias in this show um even because like i I even mistaken, uh, mistakenly thought of like the guy who names her She-Hulk, um, who doesn't even do it. The, the reporter does it because I rewatched that that episode. I thought he was like saying that she was hot, and he doesn't. He actually says she's all right. <laughs> well, so it's like he objectifies her, but in, also in an insulting way, <laughs> where <laughs> where he like uh, points out like what her. Oh, like he only thinks of her in terms of her appearance, and also her appearance is mid. So it's, I don't know. It, I feel like it holds the show back from just being good. It's the thing that I always go back to is why I thought the first um, Wonder Woman was such a great movie in comparison to Captain Marvel because. Wonder Woman just was better. Like, they didn't have to say all this, for a woman, look what she's doing. She just was better than all the guys. And the guys were badass in their own right in terms of being soldiers fighting other soldiers, and they still could not compare to Wonder Woman. I was getting uh, shit from people when the first Wonder Woman came out because they were like, are you excited to go see Wonder Woman? I was like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. And they're like, oh, because it's the first female superhero. And I was like... No, I'm I'm stoked for Carol, but you know, <laughs> I don't give a shit about Wonder Woman or DC. As a character, like, yeah, yeah. It's like if you don't like it, it has to be for the the reason that they think, yeah, and it can't can be for some nuanced be a reason. Fan of DC yeah, and Wonder like Woman. when I when I have an issue with the twerking, it has to be because how dare Wonder Woman twerk? No, it's I have issue with that. This person knows how to twerk better than me. Like, do you, do you not see that there are? It's a multifaceted what is going on here. So that's what I feel like about the show, is that there there are more good things going on going forward than bad things, but just the bad yeah. things are I think super it's vastly improved since the first episode. Yeah. Well, because a big part of what I think that twenty uh, percent is they they introduce all these positive male characters of like that used to be villains that are just like uh, fixing themselves, so to speak. Of yeah, of, just because yeah. you bad guy does doesn't not make mean you bad exactly. Guy. Yeah. That's exactly what they did. They yeah. took that and they just they made it that. a whole thing. <laughs> I was thinking that the whole time. I was like, yeah, this is awesome. So I hear a lot of people just shit on the show and it's like, why are you, what? What? How do you not like the, it's still a fun show. Yeah. 
and they they did all right there's a i want to say maybe like one or two uh issues i had with the last episode but i also extremely liked it and i loved a lot of the stuff they did with matt it's just really weird to see him i'm like and it's not even like that they did it. It's that it feels like it's moving in that direction, and I don't want him to be a jokey character. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, he wasn't like, dark and brooding. And, like, him, like, as Matt Murdock, it, like, having, like, some fun moments, mm-hmm. like, we can have that. But if that is just the direction it's going, th- because that's it's a more not prominent Matt MCU thing that they're going to go into. Yeah, that he's not going to really be Daredevil anymore. Like, because they did such a perfect job with Daredevil before, yeah. That now that they're introducing him with everything else, I'm worried that he's gonna. They're gonna try to make him more fun. Uh I mean, it depends on if they're keeping all that Netflix stuff canon yeah. or not. I guess it's. I seemed, want them. They to. said he wasn't a variant. They said he was the same one. Okay. They. Uh, I don't know if they're gonna like just try to like change. A little bit of what the canon was but he's still gonna supposedly be the same guy um also my i other, like that they went with the yellow and red it was cool to see i hope yeah. it's not like his main costume going forward no which it's marvel but it They're was gonna change the yeah. costume but uh i like that they did it though and uh i i don't like the amount of cg they use for him uh they did some hand-to-hand stuff where they didn't were like weren't yeah. using uh cgi but it looked really bad whenever they did. It was real predictable though. When like so when they're together and they're like uh gonna go in and get the frog dude and uh he's like, Hey, I I'm gonna do this, you just follow my lead. Obviously I, I'm actually a superhero, you're a person who's not a superhero, remember? And yeah. she's like, Oh like I'm a Hulk and it doesn't matter that they have guns. I, I like And then he to. goes through the hall and so they do they give you a little bit of a hall scene and he beats the fuck out of all the That guys. was th- my third issue with it, is that they they were trying to do, uh, oh, we got a Daredevil hallway scene too, yeah. and it was not good. It because they, I think it was okay. It all right. It wasn't a Daredevil hallway scene because there was a a cut every two seconds. Oh, I get what and, you're saying. In and production like, end, and yeah. I, yeah, and I'm not stupid. I know they there was a lot of cuts in the original hallway scenes, but they did such a great job of hiding them. No, I think they did the one hall, the, like the big. You know, they didn't do any of them in one take. I thought that was the whole thing about one of them. Was That's that my it was point a... is that it all looks like they did them in one take. But if you rewatch the first one, um, you'll see scenes where it, the camera's just aimed at the wall for a second, or it's aimed on somebody's back for a second. Those are cuts. Oh, gotcha. So, but that's what I'm saying. They were so good at doing that, that you'll watch the whole scene and be like, I thought they bragged about at least one, the one big one. They bragged one about cut. it looking like it was okay. one cut. It, uh, but yeah, that and it, arguably it's it's just as hard to do that in several takes mm-hmm. and like hiding all the cuts. Uh, but so anyway, you you get all these guys like the second wave of guys, and then like the obvious thing is She Hawk's just gonna drop down and beat yeah. them, in in one fell swoop, and that's exactly what happens. Where it's like, see, I was right. I'm more powerful than you, and ha ha. Yeah. And I don't think in terms of like. Like, that's not a moment where I go, oh, of course the woman had to beat it better than... No, she's no. a Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> like, that my, makes sense. My only issue with that scene, besides, the like, the copious cuts, was him going, uh, we need to do this stealthily. 
And then yeah. they find him right away. He yeah. wasn't being stealth at all. He just walks out into the hallway and is like, let's do this, guys. <laughs> I'm here. Stealth mode. Yeah. <laughs> stealth mode activate. <laughs> yeah. Like, he wasn't being stealthy at all. <laughs> stealth mode is just punching them in the face, knocking them out. <laughs> stealth mode. Yeah. <laughs> you can't see me. If you can't see, yeah, <laughs> you can't even see, though it's you can't see me if I can't see me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Can you imagine that you're a blind guy? You think every, you're invisible yeah. because you can't see yourself. I I did really like the the scene to when he like f- she first finds out that he's a superhero mm-hmm. and he's like he's like yeah um she she's like you didn't tell me you're a superhero and he's like yeah I'm you know. This is me. She's like, am I supposed to know? No, he's yeah. like, I'm Daredevil. Like, <laughs> how do people not know me? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. He's like, I've done all this stuff. Nobody knows who the fuck I am. What the hell? Uh, it's like, they know me in Hell's Kitchen. Those five streets in New York, they know exactly who I am. <laughs> and I did like, she's like, oh, excuse me for not knowing that the guy dresses the devil is the good guy. <laughs> Those are always fun. Um, yeah. And then I love that they get a Frogger arcade in the fucking yeah. thing. The one uh, thing that was, was one of the things dude. that was weird to me too, and that was awesome that they she just like was destroying his frogger. Arcade. Yeah, but um, why is that dude making suits for him? I think it's just to yeah, to establish a connection. But he's got a guy. Maybe he needed a new guy. The the other guy was better. Fucking uh, gladiator. Yeah, but and maybe like he, yeah, he makes and he owns like in the comics he owns a costume shop in New York where he just like he makes costumes and then he also makes costumes for superheroes. Maybe he he was in a pinch and he needed another one. In California, well, he does a California thing. Daredevil's in California, so maybe they do a thing. Like I don't know what they plan on doing. I'm just saying there's precedence in the comics is for it, Daredevil it just, to be in California. It seems and maybe weird. he's got a guy, but that guy is not in California. And he's, like, <laughs> and he's like, I got wait, I need a guy on both coasts. And so this is a California guy. Just seems like I've just I feel bad for Gladiator. I feel like he's out of a job. <laughs> All he had was that he's and living Betsy. off of fucking commission. <laughs> All he had was that and Betsy. Yeah. Fucking Kingpin keeps blowing up his shops. And ke- uh, kidnapping his girlfriend, he's perpetually on parole. Yeah, and he's he just seems like a nice guy. <laughs> and this other guy's an asshole. Yeah, yeah. Who might he's probably gay, but we like, can't know that is an asshole. We didn't see him fuck. Well, I mean, it, but it could mean that he's a gay. Big we, guy. you know, who we did see fuck. What? Matt Murdock and we Jen did. Walters. Yeah. He was all like, maybe I can buy you dinner next time, and she's like, maybe we could just bang right now, and he's like, I, I'm cool with that. Uh, I thought they were going to turn him into a power bottom too. Uh, cause <laughs> they had been doing a lot of like sex with she Hulk stuff. And, uh, like, no, he just, not only did he bang Jen, they made it canon that he made her come really hard. They did do that. <laughs> yeah. They, yeah. Uh, cause what's her face is like, I saw a devil costume guy walk doing the walk, yeah, of, shame. walk of shame. And she's like, yeah, it yeah. was really nice. And that was one of those things I just wasn't sure how I, I felt about. It was like, yeah, it was like funny, but like, it's Matt Murdock. <laughs> yeah, but like, he had to leave. I right? know. But <laughs> so, what? it's just, it's weird. Yeah, but I think anything is weird anytime you're a costume guy in the daytime. And yeah. You just gotta like, it's like Spider Man in an elevator, That's you know? That, yeah, it's legitimately, they did that scene in uh, the third uh, Batman Nolan movie 
where it's daylight and Batman goes onto the bridge yeah. and it's nighttime. And they did that just because it's weird to see Batman during the day. <laughs> yeah, um, it's like, bats are nocturnal, dude. Get yeah. out of here. Especially because the storyline had, like, real-world established times. Because mm-hmm. it was like, oh, the stock market is closing. And we know in the real world that the stock market closes at 4 o'clock. So he goes under that bridge at 4 o'clock and comes out at 10 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> I must slumber. It's a long bridge. <laughs> He was chasing that guy for hours. Oh man! Overall, I think it's good, man. Yeah i i don't I don't understand the people who just yeah. shun it altogether. I think that the the men versus women thing is just uh, it's a boring tactic at this point. Where it's like, why are we even bothering to include this? I think it's because there are people that are gonna hate um, anything that Marvel does just because like it has a woman or it has like a black person or a Hispanic person. And those people are especially infuriating. Well, those people are stupid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it also makes any legitimate criticism, like, yeah. have people just, like, point at them, be like, you're yeah. them. Like, exactly. I'm not them. Those people fucking suck. Exactly. You can have... They lump you in yeah. with the, the morons. It's, it's pretty sexist to say that women can't make bad stuff. It is. Yeah. And, like, yeah. It, and it's like um the the... I don't know if we've talked about it on the podcast, but uh, women should be able to have brainless action movies. Like, it doesn't have to have a suit like a huge message. They can just be cool and kick ass for a couple hours. Yeah, dude. Uh, what's that movie with uh, Charlie? Or, or the, is yeah, it a movie Char- or sh- Charlie uh, Theron? Yeah, but uh, I'm trying to remember if it's a, a show or. Atomic Blonde? No, no, no. There's uh, The Old Guard or something like that. She's basically like fucking Highlander. She's like a mortal, but yeah. they're slowly losing their immortality. She's, she's probably like the woman at the top of like, I just want to make something badass and yeah. like just make a fun popcorn movie for like an hour and a half or two hours. Isn't she like, going to be in Marvel soon? Yeah, she's uh, Clea, and I'm fucking stoked for that. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, I think she's going to make an awesome Clea. Uh, and, yeah. I always thought she, I mean, I think she was probably a little old now for it, but I always thought she would have been a perfect uh, Miss Marvel. Yeah, I could see that. Um, I don't know with Miss Mar with with Captain Marvel. I can't pretend to give a shit. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, like, I got enough like uh, animosity for the character herself. Yeah, your first big that thing you read matter. with her yeah. was Civil War Two, so it's kind of yeah. hard to come back from that. Yeah. They, so the impression's pretty rough. Yeah. Uh, it's like it's like if your first Iron Man story was Civil War, it'd re- be really hard to like him after that. Or, um, you know why I like him, actually? Because it's funny you say that. Is that the first Iron Man I was reading is post-Civil War. It's uh, The first Iron Man I was reading was actually him. Like, it was the... Okay, yeah, Civil War was kind of a fuck up, and I gotta delete my brain now because it was him running away from uh, yeah. the whole Dark Reign thing from Norman Osborn. Because Dark your Reign first was story with him was Extremis, but no, no, no. Yeah. I, I, I think that's the first Iron Man centric story I read was Extremis, but I haven't read a lot of when his I solo stuff. started collecting comics. Dark Reign was what was going on. So the X-Men were moving to Utopia. That's why my very first comic book is the Utopia book. Like, my first, like, 
I'm collecting comics now. Yeah. Like you're officially. Yeah. Not like the yeah. random shit I was fishing out of like bins in the dollar store. Yeah. Because I have like yeah. 90s X-Men or I don't have them anymore. But when I was. Yeah. Like, uh, or you'd get six, an issue seven, with eight, like a toy. Would, yeah. yeah. When I was like watching X-Men Evolution, I'd go to the flea market and buy old X-Men comics with my dad. And, yeah. But like in terms of I'm going to know what's going on in these stories yeah. and stuff. It was the Nation X book. Um, and then I'm like, oh, fuck, what happened here? That's why I have so many trades, because I was going back and collecting all of what had happened at once. And so I was reading the uh, the Iron Man. Um, I'm forgetting what it was called, so I'm trying to look over to see if I can find it real fast, and I, nah, I can't. Uh, but he basically the storyline where uh, he's running away from Norman Osborn hunting him because he has the registration all in his head. And so... I got a very biased perspective of, oh, so whatever the Civil War thing was, it was a big misunderstanding, and he yeah. is actually delete. And so then I go back Just because he was the bad guy. So then I go back and I read. So so sure, maybe I come from it from a perspective of it was retconned right afterwards. Yeah. So maybe they set it up that he's the bad guy, but then they're like. Actually, he wasn't really a bad guy. And I read the he wasn't really a bad guy first and yeah. then read through Civil War. Well, and I'm like, okay, plus yeah, at this that makes time sense. was when Iron Man was the biggest superhero in the world. They were, like, doing the movie around that time, right? Yeah, yeah. So, like, that's right when he took off. I can easily see, like, why Iron Man's one of your top characters yeah. because your timing is, like, so fucking perfect. So for perfect it. for, like, Iron yeah. Man's dope as fuck. And, like, yeah. us just liking X-Men. X-Men were the biggest fucking comics in the 90s. Yeah. There was, I mean, in the show. Yeah. There was, and then Evolution. There was nothing bigger than X-Men and Spider-Man uh, when we were, like, in the uh, little kids Batman comes up. close. Because the Batman, yeah, Batman comes animated close. series, yeah. Um, in uh, just the Justice League is probably a distant Justice League and Teen Titans are probably like a distant fourth and uh, fifth. Yeah, but they're like there. It's because yeah. what was available. I spent most of my life not knowing that there were white Green Lanterns. I just I thought that it was is just, true too. I just yeah, thought it was the black. I thought it was, yeah, I thought I thought it was, it was John Stewart. Stewart. Yeah, <laughs> and when people Ryan were like, Reynolds, "Hal Jordan is the Green Lantern." I'm like, "What?" Ryan Reynolds movie came out because I like I I still barely follow DC. It's crazy. Most of the Green Lanterns aren't black. Yeah, <laughs> the Ryan Reynolds movie came out and was like, "We're just gonna make Green Lantern white now." What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag my, not my lantern. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Uh. Yeah, fucking shit's weird. <laughs> like comics, comics they they get changed over so many times, uh, good and bad. That then when they create these other things, everyone wants to point to the source material as precedence, and it's like sort of like because you get some really bad arguments yeah. out of that. That people and there's make. also bad writers that work for Marvel and DC. Yeah. Yeah, they make things like Snowflake yeah. and... and uh, <laughs> it, you know what's fucked up? I've read uh, another book that that dude did. It was all right. Yeah. It, it's But he just has a really fucking bad idea that, like, you can't really... He did... I didn't read his whole Loki series, but the first... I read the first issue, and it was pretty good. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I I can't trust that guy's name on something becoming he, because he came up with snowflake and safe space and we also we live in experimental internet gas uh, we live in a time of uh real now times <laughs> of real stupid um 
social ideologies where it's like it's all or nothing and you're either A or you're B. And which is weird because I feel like when we were growing up, it wasn't that and that was being dismantled. And it feels like at some point it was re-injected with like steroids. Like I felt like the 90s into the early 2000s was pretty like you were treated more off of like who you were than what you were, you know? And like, cause you knew thing, like, I'm not saying that there wasn't like still lingering biases. Yeah, like there, there was, was definitely still a lot of eighties bully stuff. There were, yeah. Especially <laughs> like gay people being like somehow gay was a bad yeah. thing to be gay. We're or saying whatever, it was better like, for white people. And you know, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not even just saying like better for white people. I'm saying like, yeah. it was more a point of like, uh, no, people thought of other people as uh, human beings and yeah. not archetypes. Yeah, and and telling you to shut up because you yeah. represented a thing. And I think like with uh, uh, there's a lot of tribalism where it goes so far to the point of like you associated yourself with something, so now you have to be that thing. I knew this white kid in uh, in middle school named Kyle. And no, <laughs> and it's I uh, know, right? It's crazy. I think everybody knew a white kid in middle school named Kyle. And Kyle, I can say, uh, I didn't think at all was racist. Uh, I didn't think at all was misogynistic, and I didn't think at all like. In fact, I didn't think in terms of like racism or misogyny. Uh, he was just a kid in middle school. Now, if you wanted to tell me that the white troubles of the world that exist are because of white people like uh, George H.W. Bush or Joe Biden. Yeah, I can see that. Those are guys that were in government for long periods of time who shaped our environment. Uh, if you want to tell me it's Kyle's fault, well, no. <laughs> Kyle didn't do anything. So he wait, watched just a weird he watched, for you to point. He you watched, had nothing specifically about him to bring up. No, no. He watched Mad TV and fucking <laughs> uh, Dragon Ball Z and, and shit like that. Was that just the one white kid you knew in middle school? It's the one I talked to. Because <laughs> I was trying to think, like, why is he bringing this kid up? Like, yeah, that was just the one white person you knew. Yeah, it's the one I talked to. Well, I knew a lot of white people once I moved to Waterford. Yeah. I, I didn't like a lot of but them. But even now you're not you're not friends with anybody who's <laughs> no. completely white. No. I don't think you have a single all white friend. Um Mikey, maybe. Oh, we're not really talking. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't been friends for like a couple of years. I really. might be your whitest friend. You might be. <laughs> <laughs> That's hard for me to say. Cause you know what? Most people I know, I'm their closest thing to a black friend. <laughs> So anyway, um, that's, it's that sort of thing where it's like, you're being mad at the old whites. Why are you mad at the younger whites who have been raised in a society of, of greater tolerance over time? Like this stuff is improving over time. And it's like, now they want to like throw it in a hyperdrive of like tolerance in a way that's very intolerant of them. If like ironically, so like we end up with all these crazy, and then even like just in terms of like progressivism, right? Like I feel like there was a really good concept in the '90s when there was a better place to progress to. Then I feel like we kind of got there for certain things, and then you just kept going, and it's like, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. we got we got to the spot. Why are you still yeah. going? It's like, well, we need to progress. 
to where? We reached the goal here. It's, like when gays, when gay people could get married, it's like, what, what else are you fighting for? Because here's the thing. And the people who want to like go against that is like, hey, real fast. Uh, if it's because there, there are arguments like it's a religious thing, right? And like gay people aren't recognized as uh, rel- <laughs> it's, it's so dumb. Like they're, they're sin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're yeah. The devil yeah. <laughs> yeah, like you can't be married in sin um, because it, it is a religious ceremony. And it's like so atheists can't get married. Is that what you're saying? Because they don't believe in any of that. I feel weird celebrating Christmas, and I'm just agnostic. <laughs> so it's like, what are we? What are we doing here? Like. Your argument is shit in and of itself. So, yeah. like, that's all I'm saying. Like, hey, we're not geniuses. We're we're just fucks who did no common sense. How come it's not you know common amongst the people and just accepted? Is what yeah. I wonder. And I will. I it, feel like ninety percent of people want the same thing, and they're just arguing about semantics of it. They're like verbiage. Yeah, where they they're like. No, no, no. I've decided I'm going to be right. And so you have to be wrong because clearly we're having this disagreement. It's like I literally was having this argument with several people uh, like a few weeks ago online about uh, Bruce Lee and mixed martial arts where they're like shitting on this guy who's showing different techniques uh, who are trained with Bruce Lee. Um, They're like this Kung Fu crap would never work against an actual MMA fighter and People who like Bruce Lee are stupid. And it's like, you realize Bruce Lee is like the godfather of MMA. He's yeah. very he's the guy who started mixing martial arts together and said, hey, this is a good idea. Yeah. And also, it, and they're it's just, really stupid to compare somebody who's been dead for 60 years now yeah. to somebody now who has a lot more technology and easier yeah. ways to learn stuff than the guy who was just trying to create it. The, in a time where it was taboo. Yeah. It's like, well, he had no real fights. There, Who was he supposed to fight? There were no tournaments for people who were willing to do... Like, if you were in a karate tournament, you had to do karate. You weren't allowed to do something else in a karate yeah. tournament. It's if like you trying were to bring up that... One, uh, like, trying to say that uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson is smarter than Carl Sagan. It's like, there's just way more stuff available to him. Yeah. There, I mean, yeah, there is that. Or or to be mad that, like, one scientist in the past didn't also know something that was being developed in another area outside of his expertise. Yeah, like, you build like, on this wh- stuff. It's a whole point of education. Yeah. And there are people who should just acknowledge, like, because what is their re- – what are you losing in acknowledging that, oh, yeah, this person was a uh, – uh, what's the word? Uh, pioneer of a thing. Yeah. So they're developing it. That is different from someone who's benefited from it. And like, there's a reason why the expression standing on the shoulders of giants exist. Like, yes, you are taller than a giant because the giant exists for you to stand on. Yeah. Like, but what did you do in comparison to that person? Right? Like, okay, I get it. You do jujitsu and kickboxing. And so you've been doing this for how long? And then who showed you that right away? And then how did they know that? And how did they know that? Yeah. Well, it's because some fuck in like 60 years ago yeah. was Bring, doing it when people said don't. Bringing it back to comics, it's uh, it's like being like every writer <laughs> right now is a better writer than Stan Lee. Yeah. It's like Stan Lee pi- pioneered it. Yeah. So he, he didn't have shit to go off of. Like he had a couple like old war comics that he knew about. 
but he, he was still creating something like there it was, wasn't anything like the Fantastic Four before that. Yeah, it was groundbreaking that he made four white people have a p- powers together in a family. Yeah, it was crazy that he was like, "Hey, this uh, teenager, what about him?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or, or like this black guy's a hero. Yeah, <laughs> and they're like, "Whoa, what?" He's also a panther. <laughs> <laughs> He's not a panther who blacks. Black. <laughs> He's a black who panthers. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. He is black and a and, panther. And a panther. No, no, he's both. He's black hyphen panther. Yeah. Like they're spiders, but they're also slayers. <laughs> they're not slayers of spiders. Oh, speaking of slaying, I think we slayed this episode. Yeah. And by I Queen. think we beat a dead horse. <laughs> yeah. It's we was Yeah. I haven't been talking about comics for a while, but you know what we are gonna talk about? is our social media that we yeah. don't really use anymore. Yeah, 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 so, but check it out anyway. Uh, we uh, like to Justin be seen. Justin still posts stuff on Instagram. Like, Yeah. Uh, that one doesn't seem like it, um, there's as many, like, uh, just hateful people on it. Nice. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe people want to be, like, people, You. it's mostly about putting pictures of yourself, so you want to be nicer to other people so they don't, like, say shit about your face. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe I'm. Maybe it's all just fucking horrible. Twitter's more about just hating everyone and everything. Yeah, it's about uh, what like what can you yell at about? It's like I don't so know. So much. It turns I, out I, so much. I like liking stuff. So <laughs> it's not a place for me. Uh, yeah, but so there's but that you can go media. there. <laughs> <laughs> we also sell shit. If you want to hit the link for our. Uh, our teespring and buy some cool shirts that we have available we would appreciate that and we have a book on amazon the saddest little fart yeah it's a very inspiring tale there's no hate in that yeah it's well there's hate at the they hate him for who he is but it really when you think about it is him it's a captain america story without steroids yeah so nazis get killed the power <laughs> was in him all along <laughs> the, yeah <laughs> It, he's America Chavez. <laughs> he is America Chavez. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the link to the social media and our t-shirts and our books are all in the show notes. And uh, that's for today. 